Now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bow down to your master. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. Come out to play. The best there is. The best there was. And the best there ever morning it's the big mad morning show 918-460-KMOD you can also text bmms and then what you want to say to 82945 listen online the website that rocks kmod.com past shows are available on itunes search under bmms listen with your cell phone get the iHeartRadio app available from the app store of your cell phone provider more on that at iHeartRadio.com, and we are on facebook Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Gimpy. Good morning. Sam is uh, not feeling well and Cornflakes on vacation. Yeah. Which is not much different from when he's here. <laughs> Hold on. Let me play Cornflakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it'll, it's just going to be uh, us. Mm-hmm. We feel like this is better than no show. Yeah, we <laughs> had the opportunity, but now we want to deliver for you guys. I wasn't going to submit that way. No, not that easy. I would have to be told not to do the show. You cannot do it today. I was which prepared. Isn't out, listen, I'm, which isn't out of the realm of possibility. We'll see how today goes. Yeah, right. DC come in and be like, no, tomorrow. If they're not coming yeah. in, then no, you stay at home. Okay. Thanks to all the listeners that were part of Fairway to Heaven. It was, I think it was the most fun I'd had at a Fairway. Dude, 
dude, the weather was perfect. Yeah. The drinks were flowing. <laughs> and uh, Cornflake got a lot of hugs. It was, it was hands down best so far. For a guy who was so adamant about no hugs. Yeah. Yeah. He sure loved giving them. You uh, you get enough liquor in that guy, and I don't I don't think he had a problem with it because he was he was tossing them back those habanero shots. Was he really? Yeah, man. We did like three or four of those, just me and him. You know, without any listeners. Just by. for no reason, just because. Hey, why not? It's, it's <laughs> Saturday. It's fairway to heaven ten, and yeah. It was a good time. Ugh. It was a good time. Dude, that, that stuff is spicy. Spicy. I was like... Yeah, and by the name, I kind of guessed that. I was expecting <laughs> it to be like, you know, mild, but uh, it turned out it had a punch to it. It kicked you right in the throat. It would be great for a Bloody Mary. Yes. I woke up feeling it the next day, too, man. Were you hungover? Oh, yeah. I had a pound of were egg. You, were you that drunk? I don't know if I was that drunk. It was just maybe the, the combination of no water, you know, and beers and, and vodka. Uh, that that kind of did it to me and stayed up a little bit after I got home. Me too. I couldn't go to bed. Mm-mm. I didn't go to bed almost two. I woke up at like eight o'clock. I'm like, I have not slept in till eight o'clock on a Sunday and I couldn't tell you how long. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> I felt horrible yesterday just because my rhythm was off in, in terms of sleeping. Right. Yeah. Cause I only got like four hours, like not even that. Oh, so you woke up at your normal time then. Oh yeah. Oh, that sucks. Uh, that and that was just fun just to see everybody. We did the wheel out there. Yeah, we did. So for those who know, Fairwood Heaven is an eighteen hole one competition. Yeah. Everybody gets a chance to do a hole in one and you win there's a cool prize, fifty thousand dollars. Cars. Yeah. Some really cool stuff out there to win. And it's really limited on who can play because you've got to pay to play. Yeah. And we always do something out of hole. Last year we did the trash can. You reached in, and whatever you got is what you got. That was fun. Could have been O'Doul's. Could have been uh, what else was there? Pig's Eye, I think. Pig's Eye, got. yeah. Lost Lake, Lost Lake, and some two dollar crap yeah. that I picked up. Yeah. And then there was some winning, like yeah. Bud Light. Yeah. So the that was fun. And this year we decided, why don't we just take the wheel out there? Because <laughs> yeah. to be honest, the trash can was a giant pain in the ass. Oh yeah, it was. It was cool until you filled it up with ice, <laughs> and then it was just heavier than all get out and not want to do with it. So. We did the wheel, and there was everything on there from, you could just win a water. Yeah. There was flake juice, which was that... Uh, Sunny Brook. Sunny Brook. I always yeah. forget, the, the, forget the name of it. The disgusting whiskey that he got hammered on on his birthday. Yeah. yeah. That he doesn't like. Of course. Yeah. Uh, he could only find it in a, in a, in a fifth, man. Yeah, how <laughs> convenient. It was a half gallon. Oh, was it, was it a half? It was a half gallon, yeah. And he was happy to take that home. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I, we don't have to. I'll take it. Yeah, sure. You guys just go on ahead. I got this. And then uh, we had breast milk on there. Yes, which people freaked out over that, man. Which is rightfully so, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Come on. You see that on the wheel. You're like, breast milk. I mean, I, I get it. I like the source, you know, but uh, it's just... just Come on, people. Oh, uh, and if I could if I could have not heard this one more time, duh, can I see a picture of the source? <laughs> no. Yeah, I got a picture of your mom right here. <laughs> really? Did somebody say that? Multiple times. <laughs> Fun. Multiple times. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, shots of gravy. That was good. Yeah, Gimpy's gravy. <laughs> that was fun watching people chug down my gravy. <laughs> right. It was just fascinating the the look that people actually thought it was the other thing. Yeah. You're like, yeah. really? No. He'd look like he was cutting weight for a fight if that were the case. <laughs> right. It was, two, it was 32 ounces of fluid. <laughs> All exhausted more. And I'd be like, whew, sorry, guys. Uh, 
Right. You're just sleeping the whole time. <laughs> Go on without Smoking me. Smoking cigarettes. <laughs> I'm so exhausted. Yeah. It was a lot of fun, though. It was a lot of fun. And uh, nobody cheated. No? No, everybody cheats yeah. in those tournaments. That's what you do. Yes. My, my ball's the closest one over right. there as you throw it 60 feet further. Yeah, I got to see some people I hadn't seen in a while, which was very cool. And, yeah. Yeah, so fairway to heaven, 10 in the books. Apparently, there was a fight that Brady had to escort couple of people out which is if you're going to pick anybody to escort somebody out it'd be beefcake you're right uh but yeah i thought that was interesting like wow i've never i've been doing it for a couple of years now and never heard of a fight breakout yeah i don't get that but you know some people get a little crazy out there yeah which is fun but we appreciate everybody coming out to that and route 66 rv is always a a great sponsor of that event and their crew is always a lot of fun and you got to give, you know, hat tip to the bud guys because they're all, they're ready to golf. They're like, yeah, we're going to golf. And then they they do like three holes and like, ah, I think I just want to drink. We're just going to drink. <laughs> Isn't that kind of what hole. everybody does though, right? Except for the hardcore people who are like in it. They are in it. You know, those golfer types and they don't want to drink. They just want to play. Right. There were some people that took it way too seriously. Yes. Ah, we're just having fun. Yeah. So that's a lot of fun. Fairway to heaven in the books. Uh, that means we move on to the next thing, which is the final patio party that is happening Friday. And this is, this is a special patio party because it is the giveaway for the cool stuff that we've been teaming up with, with, uh, action power sports, our four ways to fun chance to win either a motorcycle an ATV, uh, side by side or a motorcycle. Well, I got a motorcycle on there twice. Yeah. Didn't I? Yeah. Wave Runner is that other motorcycle. Yeah. It's, it's like a motorcycle without wheels. And you can ride it on the water. <laughs> <laughs> or a chain or, 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 or a lot of. It's actually nothing yeah. like a motorcycle other than a seat. Yeah. You got little handlebars, right? <laughs> so it's kind of. There's a throttle, I guess. I'll get that fixed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll be out at Inner Circle downtown. That's on Main Street. It's right across from the Canes. Great patio. Uh, if you haven't been to this bar, it is a cool bar to hang out in. And we've got the uh, Michelob Ultra on special, of course. And then the last keyword for four ways to fun. And you've got to have all four. Come see us. We'll come to you. Yeah, it's easy. I encourage cheating. Right. I, I tell people that. They're like, we I know. wasn't here for all the words. I'm like, go ask that guy. I bet you he's got all of them. Yeah, Gimpy will gladly give them to you. Well, yes, I'll give it to him. No problem. Just ask me. Be nice about it, though. Don't be a dick. You'll, you'll give it to him, regardless. I guess I have You're a, a give-it-up kind of guy. Yeah, I am. I am. But, hey, it's in my nature. That's what makes me so friendly and likable, right? Yeah. Uh, sure. They got, uh, our <laughs> listeners are awesome. We've got tickets to the Deftones that we're going to give away today. Deftones are playing at the Brady on Thursday. And listen to this. Not only do you get a pair of tickets, but you get to go with us and do a bowl with the Deftones. <laughs> yeah. At the Dust Bowl downtown. I think it's That's nice. bowling, yes, you weirdos. Yes, yes, yes. Well. We'll have uh, pictures, autographs, and if you want to bowl around, cool. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll play some games. Yeah. I, I don't know if they're much into the bowling. The Deftones? Yeah. Who doesn't like bowling? I don't know. There are people that do not. I, I couldn't believe it. I so, was just asking my wife the other day about that because we was getting looked for something to do with the kids, and I was like, too bad bowling's too damned expensive. Is it? I well, thought bowling was cheap. It is when you've got just you and one other person. But when you're taking four kids along with you and then there's shoe rentals and blah, 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 it adds up pretty quick. Like how much are we talking? Uh, for just me and three kids, it was 40 bucks for one game. 
Did you? So you went? No, we didn't oh. go. This was a while back. This really? is like maybe a year or so ago. Yeah, it was forty bucks for me and and uh, three kids. And and I can just imagine if you're adding the wife and whatnots with that, it's just going to cost that much more. And you've got to play more than just one game. Yeah, you can't do just one. No, that just it's it's just a tease at that point. So, but know. with that many kids, though, you could do one. Yeah, and you could sit out the second game. I guess you're right, greedy bastard. No, like man. I'm playing kids. Shush. No, no, it is my time. I'm paying for it. I should be able to play the. But you have to do like the bumpers and all that, right? No, no, not anymore. No. Really? Yeah, we just roll it down. If you get a gutter ball, we'll laugh at you and then go on about your business. <laughs> but it's all good, clean fun. Everybody knows. It's not like nobody walks away crying. I much. grew up without no gut. I didn't have the gutter thing. Really? You just bumpers all the way? Huh? No, no, I'm sorry. The bumper. We didn't have okay. the bumper thing. Okay, so you had to learn how. Yeah, if they were going to do bumper bowling when yeah. I when I grew up, you had to they'd inflate these things and put them in the thing. <laughs> like it was a big production. Yeah. So they only did it one day a week. Right. So yeah. I learned to bowl without it. <laughs> Because how, I mean, if you think about it, if you've got the bumpers, how do you ever really learn how to bowl? You don't. You don't, you don't. learn the consequence of it getting in the gutter. No, those are good for like three and under, I think. Again, I don't even know. I mean, I guess. And even then, they're just rolling it out there and it's going to get like two feet. And then you got to get another ball to throw down there and hit the other ball. And then next thing you know, it's just a big game of croquet. That, that's what I'm saying is like maybe bumper bowling is when parents feel like their kids should be doing something before it's time for them to be doing it. Maybe so. We never had to deal with it. We we had to learn. We had yeah, to learn. you have so, to learn. Times have changed, my friend. People, well, it's the participation. It's the pussification, <laughs> man. Yes. No, yes. I want my kids to play. Therefore, you should change your ways. Yes. Put so my them. kids can play. <laughs> so they can learn what it's like to win when they're not really winning. They're cheating, but we're going to call it normal. Well, yeah, that's how you do it, man. You got to make everybody feel good. Right. Did you learn with training wheels on a bike? Yeah. Did you really? Bit, for a little bit. For a little bit, uh, five and six, and I remember the day that my brother took him off. We were living in California, and we lived at the bottom of this gigantic hill. I mean, there was a good grade on this hill. So the day that he, we were going to teach myself, we we're going to teach me how to learn to ride without training wheels. He brings me up to this giant hill, no training wheels on. Says, "Get on there, and I'm going to give you a good push." Okay, great. Here we go. <laughs> so he does, and I'm hauling ass just flying down this hill and i had that old coaster brake on there you know you push backwards on the pedals and it stops you so as i'm hauling it you is get, that what it's called the coaster brake yeah, that's what it's called i always called brake. it i never knew it was called a coaster brake yeah why is it a coaster brake because the mechanism sure you don't even know you i just have like, no idea okay. i just know that that's what it's called you got huh. your hand brakes and you got your coaster brake or so or you had hand brakes brake. and coaster no, brakes no i did oh, okay. it was just a regular coaster brake i mean a little a little bike but uh, okay we're hauling ass and i start to get the speed wobble Right in the in the handlebars, <laughs> warp speed. Yes, and uh, and I'm coming close to the driveway, and our car's parked out on the street, and I just slam on that coaster brake because I know I'm going to hit the car, and it's going to hurt. So then, oh, this is probably one of the coolest things that's happened to me as a kid. I slam on that brake, and that tail end comes sliding around. Right, and I park it right in the driveway. You couldn't get much better than that, man. And then after that, I was like, no, we're not ever doing that again. So. I never learned to ride with training wheels, really? ever. No. Really? My dad, which I kind of agree with, in life don't give you training wheels, man. You're right. You learn, make mistakes, and you'll get better. Now they do. You can get dirt bikes for your kids that have training wheels on them. Do you know that? Really? Like, motorci yeah. like motorcycles. Little tiny. I feel like that doesn't make sense either. It doesn't, but I Again, mean. Again, I think it's parents pu pushing their kids yeah. earlier than they need to. Yeah. That little three-year-old boy doesn't need to learn how to ride a dirt bike yet. Well, if he Give can't balance, 
Maybe he shouldn't be riding a dirt bike. You're right. I agree 100%. And with the training wheels, can you go over hills and stuff? Like, can you do... Not like jumps or... Or is it just around the parking lot type thing? Around the parking lot, around the yard, But you got to gear them up. You do? You got to fire it up for them? You got... Yeah, it's not worth it, if you ask me. But... uh, It's just parents trying to, you know, live life through their kids. Yes. I didn't have a dirt bike when I was four, so let's get Junior one. Right. Or I did... Okay. And I want you to do really good, so you're going to learn at an earlier age. Ah, I get that now. Okay. Like people with the uh, peewee football. Yes. They flag football and whatnot. They, they yes. play football in high school and whatnot, so they're trying to push that on their kids. Right. The Friday night tykes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There are people that believe you got to push your kids super early into that. Let them be kids, man. Just let them be kids. Do you ever watch that show, Friday Night Tykes? Uh-uh. Dude. You will get mad at the television. Really? Well, you might not. You might well, not care. I don't know. I've I've I flipped through and stopped on the uh, toddlers and tears for a little bit just to see what the big to same do thing. Is. Yeah, same thing. You know, I don't see how these moms. Why? Why? Why you got to be so hard on your kid? Why can't you just let them let them be kids? But no, you gotta get them dressed up in two tons of makeup. You know, make them uncomfortable. You know, yell at them. It's just not worth it. You can see the kids that want to do it. Yeah, and then you can see because. Every kid doesn't want to do something even after they commit. Oh, of course. Yeah, I did it. Cub Scouts. Right. Boy Scouts. Anything. But, but you can see the ones that the parents are the ones that are like, you're going to do this but, and you're going to do well. But I don't want to. Why are the women so fat? <laughs> On the toddlers. Yeah, years? I don't get it. They push their kids to their, through that. And maybe that's why they're doing it. Because they were fat uggos growing up and they don't want their kid to be like, or like they're living vicariously through their child. Uh. I don't get it either. I hope my daughter doesn't want to do it. What if she does? I mean, I've told my wife, I don't want bugs in my house, but right. if she wants to collect bugs, <laughs> we're going to do that. Do it, yeah. yeah, I will figure it out. If she wants to be a green pepper farmer, right? I will figure it out. <laughs> Let her do it. Yes, I but I'm not going to stop her because I'm not a fan. Right, right. Yeah. Like cheerleading, I hope to God she doesn't want to do cheerleading. Why not? Ugh. You afraid? You afraid later no. on when high school comes around? Because we all know what happens. Right. No, I don't care. About that's going to happen regardless, yeah. right? It's no. It's the cat. It's just stupid. Yeah. It's all. All of it's stupid. The the fighting to be a cheerleader. Yeah. The popularity BS that comes with it. Right. All the the parents. Yeah. Gah, the person in charge. Right. F her, man. Why don't you do what my parents did? Just say, go ahead. You want to be in a high school band? Cool. Whatever. We'll show up at a concert every now and again. We might see you in a parade or two. That works. They weren't really involved, you know, but... Your parents said that to you? Well, they didn't say that. It was implied growing up. God! (laughs) When you're at the Christmas concert waiting as you're sitting there with your little triangle and your one note, and and you're like, where's mom? Where's dad? Oh, well. And then they're finally there to pick you up when it's... My parents were at every single thing I did. Really? Yes. I tried to be. I grew up with the, uh, there's always work, there's not always family. Right. There will always be work to do. There will not always be family. You're right. And that's so that's just the way it was instilled in me. I so wish. I will I will be at everything for my kid. I dig it. I'm trying to do the same thing. You know, it took me a little while to get there. I would imagine though, with a split family or a Brady Bunch family like what you guys have, that's got to be re- even more difficult. It is. Because you, you find out last minute. Yeah. Find out last minute, and then you got something to do with work or whatever, and you just can't, you don't, there's really no time. Right. You got to figure out the time. It sucks, but we, we're getting there. Solid. Right. You go to your kids' karate stuff yes. all the time, right? Yes. Try to. I've missed the last couple because it's a, a work thing or whatever. 
But he's understanding about it. He's cool. At least he says he is. Anyway. He's just plotting to kick you ass. Right. Right, yeah. He says he, he understands. He is plotting to kick my ass. You just, <laughs> you wait, Dad. Your you kid's wait. a black belt? I wish. What is he? He's a high purple. He's, yeah, he's up of there. Of course That's, your kid's yeah, a high purple. Yeah. Which is about halfway through the, uh, the chain there. Halfway to his black belt. So, is it? Yeah. And only nine years old. Kicking ass like that. Right. Yeah. Do you, is it, are you, does it make you je- not jealous of him, but like, ah, I wish I would have done that. Yeah, absolutely. Because I did want to do that stuff growing up. I wanted to do the uh, the karate and all that. Of course, we didn't have the money for it. And right. living in Alabama, there wasn't too many karate dojos. There wasn't? Out. I didn't Ah, see. yeah. There not was. available Alabama. No, we had a KFC. We had a movie theater. But I don't remember any dojos. Listen, your parents didn't let you out of the house. <laughs> That's, That's what it really was. Yeah. We got Corbin Doesn't Know It All today. We got our listeners are awesome. Then we've got those tickets to the Deftones that we're going to give away. Plus, you'll get to go hang out with them at the Dust Bowl, too, as we uh, do a bowl with us and the Deftones uh, on Thursday before the show. So we'll explain all of that coming up very soon. Uh, don't go anywhere. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. Bitch. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS. And then what you want to say to 82945. All right, so this is a text that came in. Corbin is going to be that dad doing the dance routine in the crowd. You think so? Absolutely. <laughs> yes, because I'm going to practice with my kid. And you'll be the one. You know all yeah. the steps. Yes. Just high kicking away. Yeah. I could see it. Listen, I, I don't care if I, how much. For, clearly, I don't care how much of a fool I look like. Right. I'm going to be there for my kid. And if that means I got to dance and not please you, I don't care. I get it, man. I, uh, I dance in the comfort of my own home. When nobody's looking, me and the kids, we will. But I don't, I probably would. I say that, I, I don't know if I could or not, but I probably would. I dance about as good as I sing. Well, that's nice. So that's, yeah. <laughs> this says, the AMA allows athletes to go pro at 16 years old. What? So some of those guys racing Supercross on the Speed Channel are only 16. Okay. Yeah, I know, but they're not using training wheels. That's no. what I'm talking about. No, and, and then I think that's what their point is, is like that's why you get them so early. So they can race pro at the age of 16, start making this big pro money, and now mom and dad are getting rich off of their pro Supercross kit. Right, right. That's a whole, that's a whole other thing. Yeah, right. That's a whole other topic. Uh, all right, so... Uh, Sam is sick, and Cornflake is on vacation today, so we've got your news quickies. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Cornflake, Gimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. 72-year-old guy leaves a nasty surprise in his neighbor's orange juice. Well, Yeah. This old man decides. How? Well, let me tell you. This old man decides he wants to break into a house. So he goes to this woman's house. It's a 61 year old gal, and he gets a key that he found out by the shed. That's how he gets entry into the house. So he goes to this small tool room and begins to masturbate vigorously in the tool room. At one point in time, towards the end, he waddles into the kitchen, opens up the fridge, Pulls out the container of orange juice, leaves his deposit in the container, puts the lid back on it, shakes it up, and throws it back in the fridge. Wow. Yes. Uh, Do people open their orange juice that far? 
I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that's quite the, I guess. Well. Can, good aim, bro. Right? So he, he leaves this thing in the in the refrigerator, and then he takes off. And, and according to these uh, security footage, he was identified. And uh, they the police ended up catching him and busted him on a slew of charges, a blur- burglary, and contaminating a substance for human consumption. So now he's going to be doing some time for... Doing his time. <laughs> For doing his thing. Mosquito Fest Awards person with highest number of bites. What? Of course this happens in Russia because Russians just don't care. What else are you going to do? Get Zika? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean Zika? Uh, Russians this past weekend held a Mosquito Festival after a nine-year-old one with 43 bites. She was handed a ceramic cup. That's it? You get bit by a mosquito 43 times, and all you get is a cup. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, like, what is it, Lotrimin or anything like that? Would have been a drill? Due to the unusual weather, though, the, the, that they're experiencing, they had to cancel the mosquito hunt. What? A hunt? A hunt? <laughs> I don't even know how you go. Uh, do you wear a vest? Well, for the hunt? We well, I mean, you go. You usually wear like a bright colored vest, right? Uh, it's more like a bright colored net, but I guess I don't. But they're they're Russians. Maybe they don't care. They like that challenge. Yeah, I'm good. I'm not going to subject myself to be bitten numerous times by mosquitoes, or to for go a cup them for a ceramic cup. Like, is that bragging rights? Maybe. Do they even get any like ruples or anything? I don't, I'm not. No, sure it says the prize is a ceramic cup. That's it. It's not worth it to me. Then. Nope. No. I'm good. A uh, 16-year-old allegedly threw his toddler brother down the stairs and then stabbed him to death. I saw this story. Crazy. That doesn't say in the story, like, what motivated the boy to do it. So what happened is mom's at work. There's five kids home alone, and mom is at work, and the 16-year-old boy is up at the top of the stairs with his little brother. For whatever reason, 16-year-old boy throws his little brother down the stairs then runs down there and starts stabbing him to death. We got that part. The nine-year-old little sister walks in and sees this whole thing happening. She freaks out. The 16-year-old freaks out, starts stabbing on the nine-year-old girl. So the oldest brother out of all of them, the 17-year-old, hears the commotion, see what's going on, freaks out, grabs the nine-year-old girl, and then hightails it out of there, calls police, which is good, and ambulance and all that. The 16-year-old boy takes off. They catch up with him, maybe 30 minutes later, blood all over himself, blood all over his hands. He's been arrested, of course, but they're not saying what motivated the boy to do it. And, of course, the grandfather said he was the most lovable child. Sure. We never saw anything like this before. Of course not. This would have never happened. No, the kid would have been locked up a long time ago. How old was the little kid? The, The young baby was just like months old. Months old. The attacker. The attacker was 16. Okay. 16 years old. God. When I was 16, I wasn't thinking about stabbing anybody. Uh, well. Not with a knife, maybe. Diana Rodriguez, yes. But <laughs> Di- is that it? <laughs> that was her name, yeah. At 16, that was who yours was? That, that was my gal, and uh, she was a... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That, but, hey, it got, that was got your gal, me. or that was who you were trying to have sex with? That was with? my gal. That's the one that, that, that ended up finally giving it to me. All the other girls, they weren't doing it. They weren't doing it at all. So I found Fat Diana, and she <laughs> hooked me up. <laughs> but at the time, you didn't think she was fat, did you? Oh, no. I knew she was fat. 
<laughs> you can look at her and you can tell she was fat. Right, it's your, it's your arm, not your yeah, eyes. Yeah. Uh, well, okay, so you just had a thing for fat girls? No, I just wanted to get laid, Corman. I just wanted <laughs> I wanted to lose my virginity in a bad way. So it was a, it was a steamy Saturday night. It was actually early Sunday morning. Is it because she was breathing? Is that why? <laughs> right, that's why it's so steamy. <sighs> We hurry up. I need some chicken. Uh, I was delivering newspapers as it was, it was Sunday morning papers, and and I knew her from other friends. I didn't know how loose this woman really was, uh, but loose. We were we were hanging out. Everybody else had left, and it was just me and me and Fat Diana. So you were so you delivered newspapers, mm-hmm. and and how did that? And what you after. Swinging papers, you went and banged her. It was like it, it was. It was in the process of slinging papers because she was on my route. Wait, it, okay, she was on my route, and I like I said, Wait, I, hold no. on. <laughs> so she wasn't your girlfriend. You were just trying to get laid. Yeah, that was and, it. And yeah. one of the stops when you fling your Sunday paper yeah. is Fat Diana. Well, no, she was just on the street that I happened. Oh to be my god, man! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you were in the middle of the, of the route. Yeah, and, and you stopped. Delivering papers, yeah. and she's like, "You got any Twinkies? <laughs> you sure look like a delicious young boy." Uh, yeah, basically. I mean, we were hanging out. Like, um, I'd seen her. I was like, "Hey, I know you." So we stopped and we talked. She's like, "You want to come in?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure." While whatever. you're delivering papers, <laughs> while I'm delivering papers. What time of day is this? This is early morning. Like, we're talking like two o'clock in the morning. Early Sunday morning papers is what I was delivering. Oh my god! Yeah. So uh, go in there and. Handle my business, and 15 minutes later, I... 15, whatever. Yeah, yeah, well, listen, that's not how long it took. I'm just saying that's how long I was in there. Right, for. you ever lost your keys? That's what it's like. Right. Are they in the couch? Is it over here? Where are they? Right. Just going around, them. and it's like, oh, wow, that's not my keys. Uh, so anyhow, so yeah, afterwards, I I, uh, I, bowled, I did the bow-legged walk for the rest of my, my, my paper route, and then went home and slept all day after that. Like you were just exhausted. So that's the girl you lost your virginity to? Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Well, listen, I'm not saying I was proud of it, but it so got the job done. 16, you had to be a junior in high school? Uh, yeah. As a matter of fact, no. Sophomore. Sophomore okay. in high school. Yeah. Okay. Tonkawa, Oklahoma. Go Pirates. <laughs> no Buccaneers. My bad. <laughs> right. There's a big difference. Big difference between a Pirate and a Buccaneer, but yeah. Yeah. Old, old fat right, Buccaneer is good, right? I guess. I guess I don't know what the difference between. But a if pirate you had to choose, why wouldn't you choose a pirate? I don't know. Sorry, we're getting sidetracked. All right, <laughs> Diana Rodriguez. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> Mine was my girlfriend. There, I don't have a crazy story like that. Really? So, like, your first hookup was just with some rando. Yes, and it was just all unplanned. Unplanned. No jitters. Nothing. Nothing. I tried. You know, I had the girlfriends, but they weren't. They weren't giving it up to me, and that's why I went with Fat Diana. She was giving it up to everybody, so I just took a number. God. <laughs> yeah. Did you have sex with her again? Oh yeah, multiple times. Really? Oh yeah. Like till till you left till, till you left, left that town. That town. Yeah. Yeah. Like how many are we talking? Oh, at least a good half dozen. Did you ever have to take food with you? No. Like to bribe her? No. No, she was easy, dude. She was e- easy. Like, what's easy? Hey, you want to bang? Sure. That easy. No kid yeah. At 16? Yeah. Oh, and my she was God. In, uh, she was, oh, God. Uh, she was She was much older than I. She was Like, much how older. much older? Uh, Early 20s. When you were a sophomore? Yeah. 
Oh my God, uh, man! Yeah. I this whole time I thought she was just somebody you were in class with. No, she done graduated years ago, man. And so she's just standing on the front of the stoop, yeah, eating a burrito. Yep. yep. And then here comes along, old Gimpy with the old checkbox. Yep. Because you were the checkbox. She was I like, I got to check this box. Well, yeah. Like, as for you. Yes, yes. It, She's it, like, I got to get a handicapped kid. Yes. And me, I was just like, I just got to get some. Right. I just got to get some. So I took it. And this was no cell phone, right? Yeah. So yeah. you had to go looking for her. Yes. Oh, my God. That's so disgusting. Yeah. It was. It was. Because you have no idea what she was doing before or no, after. Oh, my no. God. There were times where she would kick, his name was Donald, out of the house. Big skinny Donald. She'd kick him out. Get out of here. And then I would stick around. And Well, who was Donald? God, Donald was apparently another Dude, one. she was banging. Yeah. yeah. She had a line? She had a line. <laughs> God. <laughs> right? Listen, like I said, I'm not proud of it, but yeah. I had another news story, but I'm not reading it because I don't know if we can beat the Diana story. Yeah. Why? Well, Everything but the Diana story is on our Facebook page, <laughs> facebook.com slash BMMS69. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. Pop is in the studio with us. Hey, man, how are you? I'm, uh, I'm better now than I was, honestly. How was 10 hours on a... 12. 12. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yeah, don't don't cut me you. short there, man. Don't cut me short. 12 hours on a bus from Colorado Springs. It was interesting. It was entertaining. Best part? Uh, when we rolled into Tulsa. Okay. <laughs> Worst part? Uh, stepping on said bus. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know, like I'm just uh, not built for a bus. Like I'm, I'm not. And the way that the bus sets, the seats aren't directly across from each other. It's kind of a smidge at an angle. Why? So you can't. You have to like contort your body to even lay your feet across the other seat across from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just not, not good at all. Especially when the people behind you want to play blackjack for eight, <laughs> nine, ten hours. Wow. Said twelve hour bus ride. Yeah. Right. Because they some of those they can do the seat thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, some of them. Not this one. Why don't you just, you know, like Bull Dermot, just play guitar the whole way? Ah, no, man. I'm 35. I need my sleep, Corbin. <laughs> you know how that gets. Once you get oh, past I a know. certain age, you're like, ah, this is just not for me anymore, I man. I know, man. I'm like, sun's going down. Why am I awake? And, <laughs> and I got, I, the, I, Friday was the first time I've never had a migraine in my life. And I don't technically really? know if I had one, but that's the only thing I know how to describe is having a migraine when it felt like two cinder blocks on the front of my forehead just pounding over and over and over again. I couldn't even drive home Friday. Wow. And my wife had to come get me, and I was light sensitive. I was doing the show with all the lights out like you guys have in here, which is kind of creepy if you're like normal. Right. But it's morning. I get it. Settle but, down. But I'd have sunglasses on. <laughs> Really? I, I was I was in a dark room with sunglasses on and I took one step outside and I almost fell down the stairs. Sure you Good lord. That's over. how bad I was. No, man. I had a horrible fever. Oh, it was awful. It was withdrawal. Yeah. That's what it was. I don't even want to do sports. I just want to hear about your fat girlfriend. <laughs> right? What, girlfriend. How did you know that she was loose? She's not my girlfriend. Everybody's got that. But if how you did banged you know? her more than once, yeah. she was your girlfriend. No. Yeah, she, yeah. We didn't ever go on any dates or anything. That doesn't matter. Yes. You had a relationship, no. a sexual relationship that's, with her. That's where it stopped. Dude, you've got to tell me more how you even knew that she was like <laughs> primed and ready to go. <laughs> right. How did you find out? Was she like an urban legend thing? And you it, just, was, it was just you hear your friends talk. 
And then I was like, hey, I know you. I know who you uh, are. And well, next thing uh, you know, I'm totally Gimby's you becoming for, a man. Yeah. For a bear claw right now. <laughs> She's like, yeah, you know me? Well, you think you know me? Your Stevie line me. night with her breathing was the best by far. <laughs> hey, slow out of the blocks. It doesn't matter if you're Usain Bolt or Gimpy. Uh, but the Jamaican caught Justin Gatlin. Did you guys watch I did. Usain Bolt live? Yeah. It's must-see. Anytime that he runs live he's still got a couple of more events uh he had a strong start gatlin did and he led for about half the race and all of a sudden out of nowhere here comes usain bolt to capture the 100 meter he was giving himself a fist bump on the chest before he even crossed the finish line <laughs> in 9.81 he was disappointed with the time that he ran in a 9.81 uh, but usain bolt in his uh, previous two times uh, also won the Olympic gold medal. So congratulations to the world's fastest man by far. And one final note is that Team USA barely survives again against France 100-97. to They're 5-0 and in group play. And everyone's completely disappointed with the way that they've played so far, but they're headed into the quarterfinal <laughs> knockout they're stage. Five and oh. I know, Corbett, but you're supposed to beat everyone by 30. Don't you know this? And they'll likely face Spain, Croatia, or Brazil on Wednesday. Medal count, United States leading the way with 69 total medals. Gimpy, I was waiting on a comment from there. And yeah. Great Britain is in uh, has a 38, with China following with 45. That's Balls to Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. <laughs> Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Sam is sick, Cornflake is on vacation, and Pop from The Buzz is hanging out with us. Dude, if uh, you get tired of me, just tell me to go. You can hang out here as long as you want, man. Go. <laughs> I love get out of here. Good. Well, we're going to play a game. To give away tickets to see Deftones over at the Brady on Thursday. Tickets available at BradyTheater.com. And uh, you also get to do a bowl with us and the Deftones. He's got a meet and greet with pictures and autographs. And maybe bowl a round or two with the Deftones and us at the Dust Bowl downtown before their show. All right, so we're going to play a little uh, one-second game. You've got to guess the television show, the theme song from this famous television show. If you guess the television show correctly, you're going to get the hookup, all right? 918-460-KMOD, and let's go to the phones and get our first contestant. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Hi, I'm Kara. Kara, how are you? I'm good. How about you? Good. Kara, you a big Deftones fan? I am. My husband is even bigger than me. Like He would freak out if I won these. <laughs> so not only would you win the tickets to go see them Thursday at the Brady, but you also would get to meet them as well as we do our do a bowl with the uh, Deftones. But you That's got, awesome. Well, you got to do this one part. you got to guess the television show correctly. It's a famous television show. Are you ready? Yes. All right, just one second. Here it is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's a tough one, I know. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you again real good. Here it is. Gosh, I have no clue. Your husband would be so... Um, oh, man. You just got to get this right. Uh, one, one more time. 1.3 <laughs> seconds could make you the best <laughs> wife ever. Here it is. What is it? Um, I have no idea. Family guy. I have no idea. <laughs> Did you say family guy? 
Yeah. Oh, that is uh, Family Guy is not correct. I'm sorry. Okay. All right. Thanks. See you later. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I God. love this game. <laughs> I love it. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Wes. Wes, how are you, buddy? Pretty good, man. You? Good, man. Here's a clip. What is it, Wes? I'm going to guess home improvement. Home improvement is your guess. Are you sure? Yeah. Because I, I would hate for you to get this wrong and you look like a fool. That's all I can come up with. That's all you can come up with? Yep. All right, man. Well, congratulations. Cool. Not only are you going to get to see the band uh, in person, you'll see them on the stage as well for uh, winning. All right, man? So hang on the line so Gimby can get your info. Okay, hang okay, on. All right, hang on the white line, Wes. That's pretty solid. Wow. Yeah, I was like, I know it, but I you didn't know, know it. it. I did. I, I'm like, that sounds so familiar. And then when he said, it, I'm like, oh yeah, of course it is. I think okay. this might be one of the easiest ones. You think so? Oh yeah. Pop knew it right away. He had that look. He was like, oh yeah. I was just automatically thinking of that uh, dude from Channel Two that does weather that looks like Al Borland. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Have you seen that guy? He does. With he looks beard. Yeah. He looks just like yeah, Tim the Toolman Taylor's buddy. Yeah. Needs some flannel on. Put flannel on him. That you think it's his go-to Halloween Instant costume? Halloween costume every year. It's like, ah, I bet you he shows up as Al Borland again. Ah, <laughs> right. He did. I don't right. think so, Tim. His wife hates it. Tool Can we belt? just go as right. like a cow? <laughs> yes. No, I'm going to be Al Borland. As the, yeah. the, the power socket, the plug-in, the female in the male receptor. Do you think when I see TV shows like that that are that successful, and you've got Tim Allen, who obviously went on to do other much bigger things, like the Santa movie and all that stuff, and uh, Wild Hogs. Yeah, that was hugely successful. It was hugely successful. Yeah. And not my cup of tea, but it was a successful movie. And then you got the guy that was the co-star on it, Al, yeah. who was... Got as much camera time. He was a people knew who he was. You're like he's going to go on to do some great things too. Mm. No, he hawks shavers. Yeah. Well, wait a minute. He he hosted uh, Family Feud for he a while, he right? For, for a coffee years. cup, yeah. and no one knows that is. It, guess what was never getting Richard played. Carn is that his name? I, that's his name. Yeah, he's he, always going to be Al Borland. Yeah, he's Al Borland before he's Richard Carn. Oh, of course. Nobody knows him as the Family Feud guy because no, no. he wasn't good at it. The no. thing about that is, is that Tim Allen, I mean, was in serious trouble for a while. More than once. Yeah, before before that show started, like, oh, yeah. wasn't he arrested for like trafficking cocaine or oh, something yeah. like that? I think that was even that was much further back. I think it was at the very beginning Still, of his stand up days. Someone to be able to transition their life from that into yeah. home improvement. <laughs> I had no idea growing up and. Like you'd see celebrities on TV that comedians really are the fast track to stardom. You think so? Oh my gosh. Some of the best shows on television, actors are all comedians. Okay. I think comedians, quite frankly, are some of the smartest people that we have. Yes. To you be just able can't to go tell up there. Because they're just telling jokes all the yeah, time. Yeah, well, but then they get into this weird this weird scenario where TV wants to turn them and shift them into something that they're really not, something uh -huh. that they talk about on stage that they hate, but the minute they get paid, they're like, they I like can do it. this to yeah. get paid. Yeah. Think of um, Tim Allen, right, as a great example. Uh, and then who's the uh, Asian guy from The Hangover? And then can Kenneth Chang or Chong or something like it. I Chong. love that you're just naming well, Asian he, no, references. He plays Chang on Community, right? <laughs> right. I know that. I know he yeah. plays he plays Chang on Community, but was, I knew his last name was like Chong or Chong or sure something some like Asian that. reference. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
some silverware being thrown downstairs Ching, name. Yeah. Chong, Dong, yeah. Whatever. The, uh, uh, but he's a comedian, right? Yeah. Uh, you've got pretty much anybody on Community. Yeah. Think of all the Saturday Night Live people that went on to do amazing oh, yeah. things. The, some of the best shows on television have been because of comedians. Yeah. I'm not. And then they go on to be superstars. Austin Powers, right? The, Mike the, Myers stuff. The biggest one in the world right now, not necessarily TV, but movies, Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart, yeah. man. Kevin Hart Huge. came up in Boston and was, you know, mid-carding for guys like Patrice O'Neal right. and um, uh, Louis C.K. For, right. for a period. Louis C.K. is right. another one. Right. Gigantic right now. Just killing it, man. And Kevin Hart is, he. you're right, he may be one of the biggest ones right now. Yeah, Absolutely. And most people don't even go see his movies. No. Yeah, that my, my friends don't go see their movies. Well, Steal movies. comes out on DVD. And right. Steal a line from King Daddy. He can't swing a dead cat around here without hitting a Kevin Hart movie. <laughs> right. It was like the Tyler Perry for a while. Oh, my right? gosh. Yeah. Right? Medea, baby. Medea, Medea goes yeah. to jail. Medea, you know, whatever. I wish Medea, they need to make another one. Medea ends up in a coffin and just end that. <laughs> I feel like Medea's dead. I love when you see shows or movies, and I try to think about when they pitched them. Yeah. For those who don't know much about the process, the pitching of a movie as an idea is a huge deal. Yeah. And so when he was like, no, I'm... because for him, Tyler Perry's a massive human being. Yes. He's a, he's a very intimidating fellow by size, yeah. and he he's like, no, no, I'm going to dress up as a woman. No, well, and they're like, what? <laughs> and it's going to be funny. And they're like, really? Because he also does really romantic movies too, right? Oh yeah. my gosh, he yeah. does a whole line of those, and they're uh, they're massive. They're like black romantic comedies. Yeah, and they're great movies. Right. They're really good movies. Yeah, my wife loves those. Yeah, they're good. And so he's like, no, 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 I'm going to dress up as a woman. And they're like, keep talking. <laughs> yes. That sounds really good, Mr. Perry. Yeah, we should do that. Or there's a movie coming out that it's called Don't Breathe. Okay. And it's about these kids that rob this house. And the house allegedly has $300,000 and it's some old man. And they're like, we could take this guy, no problem. And he's blind. Mm -hmm. So they go in there. Well, little do they know, he's like some special trained crazy guy. And... <laughs> The guy's like, are you alone? And he's like, I'm alone. But he's blind. He doesn't know there's two other people in the house. Right. And so he ends up killing this kid. And then he's dragging the body away. And the other two are standing there. And then, like, one of them hits, of course, a creaky board. <laughs> and he turns and he starts just shooting in the room. And then the rest of the movie is him chasing them through his house. Wow. And at Weird. one point turns all the lights off in the house. Uh, and yes. you see, it's like that green camera kind of. Yeah. Right. You see him chasing them because he knows the lay of the house. They don't know anything, and you can't be quiet in the dark. And it's called Don't Breathe. Don't Breathe. I'm like, how do you even pitch that idea? <laughs> so we got an idea for a movie, a guy who's going <laughs> right. to hunt these people, and he's completely what? blind. What? They're like, what? <laughs> Before they went in and pitched, were they like super high watching a, like a combination of mute movies? Where they're no like, way. all right, so green screen, so we're going to watch. Freddy, Jason Voorhees, <laughs> right. and Blair Witch. Right. We're going to watch Blair Witch. We're also going to watch the Paris Hilton porn <laughs> right. and Blind Fury. Right. From Blind Fury. God. Uh, time you can use a Paris Hilton porn reference. Yeah. Right. I like my Blind Fury reference better. Come on, because how many people use a Blind Fury? Have you ever seen that movie? I can't say as I have. Oh, yeah. Dude I have carries a blade Hilton around. Porn, yeah. He's blind and a staff. And okay. it's a, he's like a he's like a master with his blade. He chops right. people's eyebrows right. well, off. He's a fury with his blade. Yeah, okay. he's blind. But he's, he's a blind, blind fury. <laughs> yes. That's why right. it's, called. it's not Blind Killer, Okay, right? Because that would be stupid. But yeah. it's Blind Fury because you're like, oh, fury. <laughs> well, fury. That sounds a lot more dangerous. <laughs> we watched all those movies. So here's the idea. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Let's do it. That's how they came up with Sausage Party. Right. You know it. Sausage Party. Ugh.
So it's such a ridiculous foods. movie. Yeah. Yeah, the the food's talking is great, and how basically the aisles are countries. Okay, so you got <laughs> so you have like the Asian aisle, aisle, and you have the <laughs> the Mexican aisle, and you have the Fourth of because it's Fourth of July, so all the hot dogs and hamburger buns. Right. <laughs> Why did they put breasts on the on the hot on the hot dog buns, dude? When you see it's so asinine because the hot dog has I want to say bear with me normal hands and legs <laughs> but the hot dog has the tiniest legs with high heels and fine looking legs but the, they're so tiny compared to the hot dog and they're gonna bang it out <laughs> and they do repeatedly uh, a lot this, it's I uncomfortable believe we're breaking down the science of <laughs> <laughs> alright we're gonna take a break and we'll be back <laughs> Tulsa's morning show, the big mad morning show. Oh, I thought a group of Vietnamese people were having their intestines pulled out through their mouths. The assault continues next, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the big mad morning show. 918 460 KMOD. Oh, we'll do this. Yeah, move that one out of the way. Yeah. You even moved it. You even moved one out of the way and went back to the other one. Yeah, well, it's it's, it's a new thing here. I'm not in my normal spot. That one sounds way better. Way better? Yes. All right. Ooh, how about that? And then you come over here and it's all. Nope, not even on. Not Not even on. on. Ah. But we can. Here, you want to try that one? Yeah, I want to have fun. Here we go. Uh, Hello. Hi, Corbin. Yeah, that sounds. And then, all right, I'm normal over here. Get this one out of my face. Okay, that, that was a good waste of time. Yeah. <laughs> it feels weird because uh, it's just different. But right. It sounds better. Okay. Listeners are like, what's going on? I have no idea what they're talking about. Gimpy was trying two different microphones. Yes. That's what was going on. Playing back and forth. Had them both in my face just trying to figure yeah, don't out Don't make that one. gesture. That was disgusting. Why not? Because that looks like you weren't trying microphones. That looks uh, like... That looked like you had a lot of practice with that. <laughs> that looked like swim practice for Yes, you. yes. Just go around in circles. Yeah. <laughs> uh, watching football on Saturday night was awesome. But st- it's still... Uh, I'm not going to complain about it because football's back. Right. I'm not going to complain about it. Uh, we got UFC this uh, Saturday. We do, yes. Which is a huge UFC. Massive. The last time this, this card happened, it was the biggest pay-per-view they ever had. Uh, so Diaz and Conor McGregor, and Conor McGregor's into full smack talk mode. He's been running his mouth against wrestlers, which I think what he's saying isn't right, but he's also not 100% wrong, too, because I think wrestlers are athletes. They are well-trained, uh, highly athletic individuals. Isn't Brock, Brock Lesnar wrestler, right? Yes. yes. And he made the switch over to UFC, right? Y- yes. Okay. Yes. But he also got popped for drugs. Okay. So he then Which out of is, the UFC. and Right. Now he's done for sure probably in the UFC. Uh-huh. I don't know. I don't I know, know, man. Bruce he sells paper. sent out a video yesterday saying he had good news and that he'll be back in the cage soon. Huh. Right. I, so, so who knows with, the, with uh, the way things go because he can still protest his, you know, his positive test. Okay. And it's about selling pay-per-views. That's all it's about. Always. And, and Conor McGregor's in sell mode constantly yes because he's smart because he gets a massive cut of the pay-per-view revenue so he he call he he just dogged on wrestlers right which is brilliant because all these people are doing is talking about him he's people are hating him those people will watch pay-per-view pay for a pay-per-view to watch him get his ass kicked or they hope to watch him get his ass kicked right and these people already trained to buy pay-per-views because they buy pay-per-views for wrestling (laughs) all right the thing about it is though that if you're conor mcgregor you better Bring it this time. 
all of this. Right, trash he better talk, look awesome. Honestly, his his. I hate to use terms like this, but legacy as far as how people recognize him and kind of the aura that is built around Conor McGregor, that is gone if he loses this time. Right. He turns into a regular guy if he loses. Right. A top-tier guy, but just a regular guy. Top-tier guy, but he'll just be another rando. Superstar? I don't think so. No, it's gone. He's got to win this. He does. But But even if he wins, I don't think he'll do another match. But you got to. There's got to be a third. There's got to be the rubber match, right? What do you mean? Yeah, if there's enough money involved, I think he would he would absolutely do the rubber match. Even though there are a lot of guys, you know, I've I've thought that there would be rubber matches before, but they I mean, you have all these guys that are waiting, they want their shot that have right. earned it. Uh if he the, he's already lost once to this guy. Okay. So if they when they fight on Saturday if he wins, okay. then they've got a one to one. Okay, so they do the just rubber best matches. Two out of three, yeah, then. and then well, okay. they don't do it. They don't have to. Okay. But he's only taking this for vindication. Oh, all right. Yeah. What so we'll see. Douche. He is kind of a douche, but man, entertaining as hell to watch. That's all that matters. That's and what it, sells the tickets, right? And everybody's like, well, he's not a good fighter. I, I, I don't know. Is he GSP? No, but there are people that argue GSP isn't really a fighter because he's too strategic. takes too many stra- uh, strategic moves. And right. He, you don't he, make it to that level without being a good fighter at some point. You put on a good show. Right. That That's, line gets blurred between technical uh, abilities and, and showmanship. I hate that when people even look at a, a guy that's a backup quarterback in the NFL and say, that guy sucks. No, he really doesn't suck. He's good enough to play in the sport at the at the top level in the world. Right. He may not be Peyton Manning good. He may not even be Tony Romo good. He's still really good at <laughs> football. He's better than you. Right. Good enough to be in, in the NFL. Yes, yeah. to make a living at it. Right. And a get a per diem. Money. He gets a per diem, bitch. So there. <laughs> he's eating free so lunches and fucking cash. Right. He's paying some that. guy to go get him food. <laughs> Football's back in L.A. If you guys saw it this weekend, the Dallas Cowboys went in and ultimately got beat. But first play of the game, 101-yard touchdown return from Lucky Whitehead. Uh, they did eighty. They had eighty nine thousand fans at the game there at the Coliseum in Los Angeles. It looked great. Sure, that, but there were a lot of celebrities. Like it was the place to be seen. Oh, absolutely. It ain't gonna be like a Lakers game. No, it's not gonna be there. And I heard the Cowboy Network because we had it on thirteen hundred complaining about people showing up late to the game. If you've ever lived in L.A. or visited there, it takes two hours to go anywhere. So, yes, people are always going to be late getting to the stadium out in L.A. Uh, On to the Olympics. Medal count. United States leading the way with 69 total medals. China is in second place with 45. Great Britain has 38. The individual breakdowns are 26 gold for the Americans, 21 silver, and 22 bronze medals. Justin Gatlin thought that he had won the 100 meters halfway through the race yesterday, but he ended up finishing second as Usain Bolt, the freak show that he is, flies past him and finishes in 9.81. He was disappointed with that time, but still ends up winning the gold medal in the 100 meters. He still has two more events to uh, participate in, so he could walk away with three medals. And finally, wrapping up, Ryan Lochte and three other American swimmers were robbed at gunpoint early Sunday by thieves posing as police officers who stopped their taxi, took their money and belongings, according to the U.S. Olympic Committee. Uh, Evidently, they had fake badges and said, get out of the car. Ryan Lochte refused to lie down on the ground. The other swimmers did. The guy cocked the weapon and put it to Ryan Lochte's forehead and said, give me your wallet, Hmm. in which he did. He he finally said, this would be the smart thing to do here. Uh, took his wallet and left his credentials and his phone. He immediately texted his mother, and that's how the story blew up. She went immediately to the press that he was robbed at gunpoint. 
I would think that, and this is just an assumption on my part, that when you travel with your U.S. crew, they probably get briefed as a crew, like, hey, yes. this is your security, because they have their own security team. Yep. The U.S. U.S. members have their own security team. That wouldn't that shouldn't that be your first contact? Yeah, you'd think. Not your mommy. <laughs> you would think it would be yes. Why would you? Just why would you text your know. mommy? Mom. Just because, yeah, mom's how many thousands of miles away? Mommy, they right. robbed me in Rio, mama. <laughs> <laughs> I would want to text someone that is within my proximity that could potentially help me or come get me. Yeah, come get me. I'm at some random gas station in Rio de Janeiro at 4 a.m. I would imagine there's some U.S. force there, right? That can be deployed within seconds. Yeah, or the consulate, right? Or the yeah. consulate. Yeah. And I'm surprised some of those guys don't spe- travel with their own bodyguard. You would think, like, especially Phelps and Lockie, as I big would, as they are supposed to be anyway, yeah. you know, and all these gold medals. Silver, yeah. yeah. You, but you still. know they're a massive target, especially yeah. him with his stupid silver hair. Yeah. And uh, now that we've got like seven days left, six days, whatever, what we, we got to start talking about about the, about the Olympic moment, right? It's got to be Phelps, right? But yeah. the, uh, the women's, the women's uh, gymnastics team. Yeah, or the, uh, the female swimmer. That won the first Afri- uh, African American medal in swimming. Yeah, it's got to be Phelps. Okay, though. it's got to be Phelps. Phelps is killing it, man. By the, the way, I, I put a video up on my blog. My favorite Olympic interview by far. It's at BuzzTulsa.com right now. Uh, they interview a British a British runner, and evidently he failed. <gasps> and uh, they, they asked him to go uh, thoughts on the race. He said, and I quote, I really ran like a dick today. <laughs> That's what he said on the BBC. All right. I'm like, all right, I, I respect the honesty. All right, That's pretty right. awesome. That's, That's awesome. awesome. That's Boston Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5. Kim. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Doing things like our final patio party, which is... This Friday at Inner Circle, downtown, right on the Arrow Main Street, right across from McCain's Barn. It's our final patio party. It's also the night you're going to find out who wins four ways to fund from Action Power Sports, where you can win a motorcycle, ATV, a side-by-side, or a Wave Runner. We'll be giving it away that night, so you've got to come out and get in on that. And we'll, of course, have ice-cold Michelob Ultra for you to enjoy. But that's usually we meet some really amazing people during that time. And we like to talk to them on Mondays at 8 o'clock. And Pop's sitting in with us today because Cornflakes on vacation. Sam isn't feeling well, so this is his first. Our listeners are awesome, too. But Thomas Owens is on the phone with us. Hey, Thomas, how are you? How you doing, Corbin? It's good to talk to you, man. Uh, Thomas is 47 years old, and you live in Morris. Where is Morris? Man, uh, that's like south of Bigsby, east of Altmulgee. It's very rural Oklahoma. Yes, it is. I go through Morse on uh, on my way to Okmogi. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If you blink, you'll miss it. Do they have? Do they even have a stoplight in Morris? They have a stop sign. Okay. They have a dollar store, a police station, a bank, a post office, and uh, a few hay bales and cows. And- <laughs> no, no small town cafes or anything like that. Actually, they do. They have a, right. a, a little restaurant that serves. Uh, Mexican food in the afternoons and evenings and breakfast in the mornings. Yeah, but that convenience store is awesome right there mm-hmm. in the corner. Oh, the shuttle stop, you bet. You yeah. <laughs> God, I love that you knew that. Uh, now, Thomas, you that seems like perfect country to do what you like to do, which is you like to ride uh, bikes, not like bicycle, not like motorcycles, bicycles. Yeah, man, I, I was a BMX bandit when I was a kid, and you know, in my older age, I, I still ride trying to stay fit and keep you keep the butt from jiggling, you know? 
My metabolism <laughs> does not work as fast as it did when I was a kid. Right. Never. We don't get very many men in here the, on the show that are, you know, brag about not getting their butt jiggling. <laughs> Trying to cut down on the bingo arms. Right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I drink a milkshake. My butt will jiggle for two weeks. Okay. Congratulations. She's <laughs> a lucky lady in your life. Yeah, uh, right? You guys checking each other's asses out when you're riding or what? <laughs> Thomas is uh, divorced, got an 18-year-old son. What's that like to have an 18-year-old son? Is he the kind of... Son, that is, uh, you're, everybody's against him, or you guys developed that friendship yet? Man, he is the best kid. He makes me proud every day. You know, he, I couldn't ask for a better boy. Uh, he, he, he thrives in school. Um, you know, mannerly, he's got moral standards, integrity. You know, he, he's the uh, he's a perfect kid, man. I love him to death. He makes me proud. And, he, you know, he's had my back more than once. Uh, he had my back, you know, through some of my roughest times, and, you know, he's my hero. Oh, wow. Dude, that's, man. That's, that's tight, man. Uh, so when you think about him, what is the most proudest moment that comes to mind for you? Um, oh, man. Uh, where do I start? His uh, ass everything. doesn't jiggle. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I would have to say one of my prou- proudest moments um, – He's in the, the Skills USA program at the uh, Green T- Country Technology Center, and uh, he's one of the head speakers up there. That, I mean, they handpick him for a lot of stuff. And you know, when I actually got to to see him talk and do his you know, speaking, uh, I, I bawled like a baby. You know what I mean? It's like my head swelled up to the hmm. the point of a number ten wash tub, and I was like, "That is my kid right there." You know, I don't know about everybody else, but mine's mine's the best. <laughs> when you think about him being eighteen. Do you even? I can't even comprehend what it would like be like to be a teenager now with phones and cameras and pictures and videos and live Facebook live. Oh man! I tell you what. Well, I've got three older daughters. And, oh uh, God! And I told my mom once, I'm like this is a uh, this is God's way of getting me back for being such a butthead when I was a kid because I mean they literally made me go gray. Uh, it, when a, your kid turns eighteen, um, you know it's uh, you know. You forget, you're invincible when you're a kid. You think, oh, I can do everything. And when you have kids of your own and they're, they're entering that point in their life and you're, it's just terrifying. Um, it's like, uh, what do you do? Um, but the best you can do is teach them the best you can, you know, uh, get it in at an early age and just hope for the best, man. Because, you know, if you over shelter them, if you, you know, tower over them and try to control them, they're going to rebel. I did when I was a kid and, I didn't want my kids doing that. Um, and my girls, you know, they did pretty well through school and all and, and graduating. And, you know, they made me proud. But the minute they turned 18, man, they they made me feel the pain. <laughs> they, they they let freedom ring, huh? <laughs> yes, they did. Yes, they did. <laughs> wow. Uh, now, back to bicycling. What you, why do they call you Crash? What happened that made that uh, be your nickname? Well, man, uh, I, it's a well-earned name. I mean... I never knew that, you know, as I was growing up, I would get this name. I kind of figured because I was just kind of accident prone and kind of a, your kamikaze type, you know. Uh, but actually, I was in a band in early 2000, my bass player. He kind of tagged the name onto me because uh, I went through a two-week period that I was just really accident prone. I, uh, I had to have my wisdom teeth pulled. I shattered both my elbows uh, on a, in a bike rack. I blew out a disc in my back. We had all these shows booked, and uh, like, dude. Stay inside. Just don't go outside. Okay, can you do that? You know, 
I mean, literally, I, I was at a point where I almost couldn't play. I mean, I was propping myself up on stage and, you know, hoping for the best. <laughs> so since you're from Morris and a country boy, I would assume then if you're into BMX that you have your own course on your property. No, no, unfortunately oh. I don't. Um, uh, I'm actually from the Sand Springs area. I grew up on the west side of Tulsa. I, uh, I moved to Morris in 2008 Congrats. while I was still married. Got kind of trapped down there after the divorce. <laughs> I don't plan to stay there. I'm not just real fond of Mulgee County. Uh, I, I like it better up by Tulsa. Uh, so I'm staying there so my son can graduate and, uh, and finish the, um, his courses at the uh, Technology Center. And then uh, I hope to move after that. The DX is in pretty close proximity to where I'm at. Sure, so, but you don't, you don't work you don't work for the chamber or anything. Clearly, yeah. uh, <laughs> all right, Thomas. Uh, let's see. You play guitar for the band Blackwater Rebellion, and you teach guitar on the side. What? How old were you? Only play guitar to get chicks, right? That's the only reason guys play guitars. No, man, I'm all about the music, dude. Uh, you know, oh, you I, never I, got I, chicks. Oh, <laughs> oh sorry, well, Tom. The, the, the thing about it is, is you know, I, I've been, I was with the same girl out of high school, so you know, I was what I would call happily married with children all through my musical career. It's just uh, to the point of 2012 that I've actually been able to reach some benefits of being a single musician, <laughs> which isn't as glamorous as it's made out to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you missed all your prime time, man. That's like being married when you're an athlete early on. Right. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop. Well, can I ask you, why did you get divorced? Sounds like you guys were married a long time. Um, well, <clears throat> she liked the next neighbor better than she did me, I guess. Oh, Dang. man. <laughs> so did you catch him? To, like, Did you walk in, or did she like leave your dear Tom letter or whatever? Um, my boys actually would give me the hint. You know that something might be going on, and uh, you know, and uh, like I said, that boy's had my back from day one. Oh, so uh, your son is the one who tipped you off. What did yeah, he say? Yeah, Dad, when you're leaving, she's yeah you know, going to talk with those dudes over here. You know, I'm like, okay, good looking out, son. You know, that's cool. We'll, we'll get it taken care of. So good looking out. Yeah, right. So he he drops <laughs> he drops the hint to you, and you just investigate after that. Well, the thing is, is you know, not to get into the whole dredged out story of it, but when it was really going south, uh, she tried to take off, and she left me a Dear John letter and the whole thing. Tried to take him, and he refused to leave. I'm not leaving my house or my home. You know, my dad, I'm not, I'm not going. I'm going to go, go. Wow. So, he, like I said, he's he's been my rock, man. And, you know, the kid's got more heart and integrity in his little finger than a lot of kids do in their whole body. You know, he, he does. He makes me proud every day. Dear John Litters uh, are a rabbit hole. If you can, because sometimes people post them online. If you can read them, they're insanely fascinating because it's they're usually just cold and mm. and not very nice. Was your yours cold or was yours um, just matter of fact? Uh, it was more or less. Uh, I'm leaving. Uh, I won't be back. Type of thing. Bye. You know, and that was it. Right. P.S. Your butt jiggles. If you just get that butt tighter, man. <laughs> uh, and you're not much of a flyer because you had a bad flying experience as a kid. Is that right? Yes, sir. Uh, I was actually trying to call. And I was the last caller to come in uh, when you were, you were talking about the plane crash. Uh, somebody said, uh, "How long would it take? Uh, how long should an employer give you uh, before you go back to work to survive a, a plane crash?" Uh, my plane actually made it to the ground, 
But I know once I got to the ground, I never wanted to get back on it. And I was I was a kid. My dad was a pilot. You know, I was a kid that loved to fly. I've been on many planes, helicopters, loved it. You know, um, but I, that was the experience that uh, that ruined me. And you know, hearing that, it's like somebody said two days. I'm like, oh man, you know, no. I think it was you that said, you know, if I survived a plane crash, I would need some time to gather my thoughts. I'm like, absolutely. You have no idea. They have messed me up from roller coasters, anything that, you know, I can get on a ladder, I can get on top of a house, anything that moves, that ascends and descends, uh, I'm out. What happened? Well, when I was, it was, I was very small, uh, about six or seven. My mom could probably give you an accurate age on that, but my grandma had to have surgery. We had to fly out of town on an uh, emergency. My dad was gone on a, on a business trip, so we got the first available Available flight out of Tulsa. It was very late in the evening. <clears throat> we had to uh, change over planes in Denver. And this is back in the 70s, mind you, where there's no cell phones, pagers, or anything like that. Um, this was not a jet airliner. It, it's a Frontier airline. I don't even know if Frontier's still an airline, but, um, you know, it had props on the on the wings. You know, it was a propeller-driven uh, airplane. But we're going into Denver... I can see the storm because I like to sit on the wing seat. I like the windows. So I could see the uh, the storm way ahead. I don't. I think the pilot tried to climb above it, but we wound up in the big middle of it. And if you've ever taken rocks and put them in a tin can, that's what we were inside this plane. Oh my I'm, lo- I'm looking out the wings, you know, out the window at the wings, and, and they're just flexing and bowing like they're going to come off of the plane. I mean, we're being thrown from side to side. <laughs> Um, at one point, you know, we're in a nosedive, and I, I told Gimpy this the other day when we were talking. I was like, that sound you, you hear in the movie when planes are going down, that, that whine, that's real. <laughs> you hear that. Hmm. And, uh, but at one point, the nose of the plane's down, we're in a dive, stuff is coming out of the overhead compartment, stuff is rolling up the aisle. And the stewardess is trying to claw her way up the aisle. She gets hit in the head, knocked out right there in the aisle beside us. Um, we finally come out of the clouds, you know, and the, and the plane is side to side to side to side. I could see the, the lights of Denver, but when we come out of the clouds, I, I swear that we come out of them sideways. The little oxygen masks come out of the, you know, drop down in front of you the whole bit. Um, you know, like I said, I've always loved flying, you know, and, you know, when you get into a car, you, you get in it with some, uh, some Security, you know, I got this underneath me. I got this around me. When you get on a plane, same kind of feeling, though. Uh, I got this under me. I'm stepping on the plane. I'm in the seat. I got a belt. You know, there's a pilot up there that's flying it. But if, during that moment, I was thinking this is the biggest piece of junk I've ever been on. I'm never flying again. You know, and once we got to the ground, uh, you know, this they didn't push out one of those uh, ramps. You know, like a hallway. It was a stair. You know ladder thing he rolled out to the plank and we had to walk down it people were clutching to the rail sure they hit the ground they're falling to their knees or crying one lady i guess that was her husband way before uh, i mean and mind you like i said there's no cell phones everybody that was waiting at the terminal had no idea this was going on in the air you know, so we get to the ground like we almost died and they're like what <laughs> you know right sure but, sure sure yeah so you know i mean uh and the bad thing was, we had to turn around and get on another plane because we were going to Montana. Oh, so and, yeah, you weren't even done with your flying yet. 
No, no, you know, mom's like, okay, come on, sweetheart, we gotta go get on another plane. I'm like, what? Hmm. You call dad, come get us. <laughs> I'm not you know, getting he, on. Uh-uh. He's, he's like, he's like, he's in North Dakota on a job. You know, he can't. You better get going because you know, I wasn't having it. And you, so uh, you haven't you haven't flown since then. I have, but man, I have gotten violently ill each time. Headaches, my ears pop, uh, puke, the whole bit. Do you take you anything know? for that, like Xanax or anything to keep no, you calm? Man. Or uh, Daryl, my drummer for Blackwater, you know, we've got a bunch of Facebook likes in uh, Australia. Like, what happens if they want us to come here and play? I'm like, oh, y'all going to have to sedate me. <laughs> you know, at least two hours before I get on the plane, and I don't want to wake up at least two hours after the plane is landed. I don't, you know, I don't think I could get over open water in a plane. I would freak out. I'm sure Gimpy has some herbal remedies that might be able to I, help I you out with that. I don't know what you're talking about right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're good. <laughs> Dude, that is a uh, crazy story, and to experience it as a little kid, I'm sure it can be quite traumatic, but... You know, everything came out clean on the back end. You got this great kid, and uh, you listen to the best morning show in Tulsa, that's for man, sure. Man, I'll tell you what, Ian, I love you guys, man. I mean, I've been a fan with you listeners since I was a kid, all through the Rock Brigade, you know, and uh, Phil and Brent. You guys make my mornings a whole lot easier. You have them busting. Us. I mean, there's been tons. The morning, I told you, like the morning y'all had a fam reading uh, the night before Christmas, I had to pull mm-hmm. over. I could not see through the tears. <laughs> the stun gun. I mean, <laughs> I was just like, oh, my God, you know, how I... How she's not in therapy because you guys is funny. <laughs> It'll all catch up later on. Right. <laughs> we don't we, we ask the same question, but usually it's for different reasons. But right on man. Hey Thomas, thanks again for taking the time, brother. And, and, and have a great rest of the week. You bet. You too, man. All right, see you later. That is our listeners are awesome. That is Thomas. Uh, and the band, if you were curious, is Blackwater Rebellion. We gotta take a break and we will be back. Welcome to the Thunderdome, bitch! More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. What's that? Sounds stupid. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Final patio party of the year is happening at Inner Circle downtown on Main Street, right across from the Canes. We'll have specials on Michelob Ultra, and we'll be giving away four ways of fun. Four ways to fun from Action Power Sports. The winner will get to choose between a motorcycle, ATV, a side-by-side, or a wave runner. But you've got to have all four keywords. I'm sorry, all six keywords. Yeah. And you get them all by making sure you come and find Gimpy out at Inner Circle Downtown uh, Friday from 5 to 7. Uh, Cornflake is on vacation this week. Sam is out sick today, so Pop is actually hanging out with us. Hey, buddy. Hey. <laughs> so now we are going to play a little game called Corbin Doesn't Know It All. They call me Mr. Know It All. I will not compromise. I will not be too good to do. I shall not step aside. And now it's time for Corbin Does Not Know It All. Corbin Doesn't Know. Corbin Doesn't Know. Corbin Does Not Know It All. Corbin doesn't know. Corbin doesn't know. Corbin does not know it all. Now, it's going to be a little weird because Cornflake isn't here, but he is here because we had him record his clue for me before he left. Yeah. (laughs) And so I'll play that, and then Pop has a clue for me. He is playing the part of Sam today. And Gimpy will have his, if I guess it correctly. Then they, well, Gimpy, yeah, I guess, yeah. will be buying me lunch today. But and if, if I get it wrong, yeah. then I'll be buying, I guess, Gimpy lunch today. 
Which is pretty nice for you. Yeah, it works out. And pretty good for me, to be yeah, honest. It's a win-win for everybody in this situation. Oh, fun. What is it? Chinese Super Buffet oh, on 61st Street here. right behind Hooters. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. That place is awesome. Maybe I am in for lunch. <laughs> right? <laughs> that place is the now. bomb, man. I haven't been there in a minute. I haven't either, man. Nice. I love a good Chinese buffet. Oh, yeah. So that's how you pick? You just pull out of the jar? Yeah, there's right a jar there? just okay. full of a bunch of, of randoms. Right. Yeah. I like that. It could be anything from uh, a taco truck down by my old house to... Uh, quick Trip. Quick Trip. We've had Quick Trip before. Golden Corral is in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. yeah chocolate see? fountain, baby. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> me and Pop can just go in there and rub our hands in the chocolate fountain. <laughs> you know, DC made me apologize one time on the air for saying something bad about... About Golden Corral. What'd you say? I, I just You said, shouldn't say it again if you no, had to apologize. No, yeah, no, no. I, I was trying I to say something, and a listener actually called him in his office complaining about what I had said. Yeah, wow. I mean, Golden Corral isn't for everybody. Right? I like it. Yeah. I'm not a big Golden Corral fan. Man, you can just sit there and just mow for hours, just graze yeah. on everything, Isn't man. there a two-hour time limit? I don't know. I've never really made it to the time limit. Because Do they, like, they chalk fat. your shoe or something? <laughs> You've <laughs> been here too long. Move along, fatty. You go yeah. now. Right. <laughs> You've been here too long. <laughs> uh, all right. So first clue is going to be cornflakes. So here's cornflakes clue. Mmm. What is that? <laughs> oh my I don't gosh. know. <laughs> That's cornflake. Mm. <laughs> All right, Corbin. This person really loves Ferris Bueller. Yeah, that's his clue. I don't know I if re- the, the, the creepy moan is part of it, but... Oh, that will haunt my dreams forever. Right, mm. <laughs> right. It sounds pretty... Mm. Can you imagine? (laughs) Imagine hearing that on a nightly basis with him. Oh no, (laughs) no, I can't, Bob. Mm. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it knew me. I repeat, (laughs) this person really loves Ferris Bueller. I don't. I don't know what that is. Any guesses? What? What you thinking? <laughs> what? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's dumb. What? <laughs> what do you know, stupid? You're not even here. How? <laughs> yeah. Why would he even record that part? Right. Oh, that's dumb. <laughs> to this guy. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's dumb. <laughs> I really loves uh, Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. All right, Pop. By the way, that's the most I've ever heard Cornflake talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like one and setting. With all that space is, it's, it's 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right, I, I don't really, since this is my first time, I don't really know if I'm like supposed to add anything else to this or not. Well, I gave you Sam's clue, so you can read it just as it is. Okay. Unless you come up with a clue of your own. I mean, I... I hate to like tag off of cornflake, but this person really likes to dance and especially loves footloose. Okay, okay. So in that case, her clue would have just you would have said just that right there. Footloose. Footloose. Footloose is the clue. Footloose is the clue. That is correct. Okay. Uh, Gimpy. Corbin. This person is the UNICEF Goodwill Ambassador for the U.S. And has their own clothing line called Bitten. UNICEF Goodwill Ambassador for the U.S. and has their own clothing line called
called Bitten. Do you remember, as a kid, I remember people going door-to-door with little collector boxes to collect coins for UNICEF. For UNICEF. Yeah. That, I, I've never seen that no. around, like, lately. I didn't know about UNICEF until Joe Dirt. Uh, when when <laughs> Joe Dirt gets his uh, <laughs> gets his Hemi impounded, and then Kevin Nealon's at the... Uh, He's at the, the the guy is at the counter. He's like, listen, this ain't UNICEF here, man. And that was the first and only time I've really ever heard of UNICEF. For me, it was the March of Dimes. That was always the one thing growing up. And uh, United We. Yeah, we. I mean, we had all those too. Yeah. But there would be people go door to door and collect for UNICEF. Or on Halloween, people would collect money for UNICEF. Uh-huh. I never did. Uh, I, I never know what. The, what do they do? What does UNICEF do? I guess you should have Googled that beforehand, huh? Uh, UNICEF collects money for children in other countries. Okay, so it's actually something decent, I guess. Y- yes. Yeah, because Feed the Children, their spokeswoman, remember? Yeah, old she? Sally, uh... Sally not, Struthers? Struthers, Sally, yeah. yeah. She would take all the food and money. <laughs> Gobble it all down. <laughs> allegedly, we don't know yeah, that for yeah, sure. Yeah, allegedly, totally, allegedly, I should throw that yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to be a... You don't want another Golden Corral incident. No, I, no, I really don't, yeah. Can't call Sally Struthers fat, Pop. Yeah, 90% of uh, the uh, money goes to children from UNICEF. That's well, good. What they do. Good. Doing right. something right. So the clues really loves Ferris Bueller, right? Mm-hmm. Really loves Ferris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Footloose. Yeah. And UNICEF Goodwill Ambassador for the U.S. And clothing line called Bitten. 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 Uh, I'm going to make a guess, because I don't know what Footloose, I don't know what that means. Okay. Uh, okay. What are you thinking? Well, I have a name written down here, and it was based off the really loves Ferris Bueller, but now I'm thinking maybe it's someone different. I'm just going to stick with this, because I'm not remembering the full name of the other person. And it's only because of the Ferris Bueller. I don't know what Footloose means. And I could see this person being the UNICEF Goodwill Ambassador. Mm-hmm. But the clothing line bitten is the part that maybe. I'm just going to say Jennifer Gray. Jennifer Gray is your guess? Yeah. Jennifer Gray, my friend, is? Incorrect. Incorrect. Incorrect, yes. So, really loves Ferris Bueller. Yes. Like, that's their favorite movie? Uh, like, I'm supposed to know the celebrity's favorite movie? To be honest with you, I was looking at Cornflakes guess like seriously his clue his clue i was like really what is this who doesn't like ferris bueller's day off yeah it just hit me like just seconds ago who why he did this if i said this person has a horse face would you understand cornflakes clue then well i mean she's in the movie Uh uh-huh but i don't know what the really loves ferris bueller part is she's in she's in footloose i don't even think she's in ferris bueller who are you thinking now? It's Sarah Jessica Parker. That is correct. Right. But who she married? Who to. she married to? Matthew Broderick. That's right. why he re- she really loves right, Ferris Bueller. Right. No, that's a good clue. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think about it. It's just twisted and flaked up the way that he did it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, how about ah. that? Well, so yeah, Footloose. She's one of the friends. Yeah. Minor character. Oh yeah. Rusty nothing. In it. Nothing. Rusty. Yep. She's she is uh the her boyfriend's the big uh, Sean Penn brother guy. Correct. Chris Penn. Chris Penn. Who's dead, okay. right? Yes. Chris, Chris Penn's Penn dead. dead. Yeah. But great in that movie. Okay. Also great in Best of the Best. Yeah. Right. Wow. 
Uh, and then Eunice of Goodwill, who cares? Yeah, yeah. I don't like Clothing line bitten. Clothing line bitten. By a horse? <laughs> right. right. Bitten, because that's what horses bite down on? The bite? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. Right. I don't know nothing about mm. Sarah Jessica Parker except for the sex in the city and horse face. That's no, those it. are good clues. I totally, I couldn't put all that together. I... Matthew Broderick, I was thinking Ferris Bueller. I'm like, yeah. everybody loves that movie. I was yeah. thinking of somebody in the movie. Yeah, exactly. Way to go, Cornflake. Yeah. But, you know, how do we not... Mm. How do we not get that right, huh? <laughs> awesome. She also played in... Uh, she also played Colleen Gibson in a movie called Life Without Dick. Okay. Sarah Jessica Parker did. Yes. Do you like her? Uh, you, I'm not gonna lie. I used to watch Sex in the City all the time. Yeah, but you only watch. Everybody watches Sex in the City for one reason as a guy. Well, Samantha? two reasons. Boobs. You man. you either watch because you're the person you're with makes you watch it, or you want to see a gratuitous sex scene. Well, yeah, Samantha was a whore, so yeah, yeah. she was. Uh, no. Here's the thing with Sarah Jessica Parker is is that there were times on Sex in the City where you would tune in and you'd be like, she is incredibly hot, and then there are other times where you'd be like. Why is she the lead character? <laughs> right, right. It makes zero sense. But, I mean, everyone makes fun of her, but, like, I'm sure if you saw her in person, I, I hear that she's really nice. I'm everybody. sure she is, and I wouldn't turn her down if no, she if all. she said, hey, Gimpy, let's go have a romp. Okay, I'm down, but I can still talk about a horse face all day just because. True. I'm looking at her movies. I can't see one here besides... Footloose, that I'm like, okay, that was a really good movie. Hocus Pocus was good. Yeah, she played one of the witches, wasn't she? Hocus Pocus was good. L.A. Story was good, too. Uh, Honeymoon okay. in Vegas. Don't forget about Striking Distance, the movie based in Pittsburgh with Bruce Willis as the boat patrol. Right. Right. <laughs> hmm. That was a great not Bruce Willis movie. Right. Yeah. Oh, well done. Mars Attacks. Okay. Yeah. Ed Wood. Okay. Hmm. Dudley do right. <laughs> Extreme measures. I feel like I should know this movie. Hugh Grant and Gene Hackman. Wow. Uh, produced by Elizabeth Hurley. An emergency room doctor who one night comes across a strange patient, a homeless man who has a wristband from a hospital he's not familiar with. Okay. Dumb. The, yeah. the Speaking of weird, are you guys watching The Night Of on HBO? Uh-uh. No, it's on the DVR. I haven't watched it. It's yet. a really good show, but I found out last night it's produced by James Gandolfini, and I'm going, how can that be produced by James Gandolfini? He'd be dead. Yeah. He'd be dead for a while. Been a couple years. Three at least, right? Yes. So I'm not sure how he's... Maybe it's his estate. But then it's, it wouldn't be a name. Or has this been in production for that long? Very well could be. But even then, if the guy dies, wouldn't it be like James Gandolfini and whomever? I mean, if if, if I die, then your name comes off the show. Yeah. It doesn't stay, right? Yeah. That's nothing mean. That's just the way it works. It doesn't stay on there, so that doesn't make sense. But yeah, James Gandolfini, yeah, he's a producer and dead since 2013. Okay. Like, maybe it was his idea, and they're like, no, we're going to be honorable. And Yeah, maybe so, since he was such a nice guy. No. <sighs> He was a nice guy. Was he? Yeah, he was allegedly a super nice guy. I just know him from the uh, Sopranos where he was a major. He was really big whatever. with uh, the veterans community. Oh, good for him. Really big.
Yeah. I mean, so you're basing it off his character, yeah, the mafia? Yeah, that's yeah. what we do, man. Right. No, I think he floats around in a pool, smoking yes, a cigar all yes. the time. Yes, that's what I imagine. When I hear James Gandolfini, I'm going to get my legs broken. Okay. Okay, and he's always in that Adidas jogging suit. Well, he did play a gay guy in The Mexican. Okay. Right, he plays the CIA director in uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Is he a dick in all those? No. Okay. Tony Soprano. Yeah, you're right. Tony uh, Soprano's a uh, dick, but James Gandolfini not. That's just as I know him as Tony Soprano. Okay. But that yeah. show is good, though? It's fantastic. There's a great... You see him go to jail, and, and you get scared watching the show, because you're like, I don't ever want to go to prison. There are two shows that I've recently rattled through. Uh, Stranger Things on Netflix. Uh-huh. Burn through all that. And then uh, Animal Kingdom on TNT, or FX. One of the two. Animal Kingdom's a... That sounds... Like an animal show, it's not. It's yeah, about it's, awesome. it's about crime. Yeah. Oh, okay. I hear it's awesome. It is. It's one of the best shows on television. Yeah. I'm. It's got the guy from Southland and Alpha Dog that's in it. Uh, Ellen Barkin's in it. Yeah. Ellen Barkin, I think, is great. So she, good, huh? Yeah, she's great. For old lady, right? Yeah. Plow that. Oh, in a second. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Take her out for some grilled cheese, and right? It's, <laughs> it's honestly the closest thing to legit nudity on an actual cable channel that's non-HBO that I've ever seen. I'm in. I mean, it's really close. There I'm are a in. couple of times where you pause it, you're like, I think I can see her. That, Have you seen that? That'll be something I will watch uh, when the old daughter's napping. There you yes. Go. I, I highly suggest it. I, I, I have so many shows I can only watch when she's asleep. I'm watching that NFL stuff on Amazon. Yeah. Uh, you can't watch it. Every other word is the F word. They drop the F word like crazy on that show. Isn't into... she sleeping, though? She doesn't. Right, but I have to, she only sleeps for like 40 minutes. Ah. Then you got to pause it. Yeah, you can only watch certain increments. Next thing you know, your daughter's walking around saying F. Right. Not Have you yet. jumped into Last Chance U yet? No. Yeah, you need to. Really? Really good. Small <sighs> community college in Mississippi. What About channel's me? that on? It's uh, Netflix. Okay. It, it, Damn yeah. it. Small community college in Mississippi, uh, like four and five star guys that flunk out at Bama or get caught with drug tests at Florida all go to this same college in, in Mississippi, middle of nowhere. The dorms look like the hotel across the street that they stay in. <laughs> nice. But yet, like, four national championships in a row. Uh, they've got, like, six uniform combinations. It's a hole in the wall. It, and legitimately, some of the dumbest people ever that are in college that have no business being in college other than the fact that they can play football, that they're trying to keep them eligible at this community college so they can go back to an Alabama or an LSU to play football. I'm in. I'm going to watch oh, this. It's so good. All right, we've got to take a break, and we'll be back. Hey, Corbin! And now you gotta buy his lunch. And now you gotta buy his lunch. Does he really don't know anything at all? And now you gotta buy his lunch. I said, hey, you're a loser too. And now you gotta buy his lunch. Loser. Let's go, people! Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Mad Morning Show. Shut up with your names! The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Cornflake is on vacation this week. Sam is not feeling well, so Pop has offered to sit in with us and hang out and and do sports live in the studio. Yes, so for any breaking Olympic sports you know news that happens, he's he's on the he's on the cusp. All right. He's 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 hot on the trail checking the uh, the feeds to see if there's any breaking news out of Rio. There's not. There's not. But there's not. No. If there if there were going to be, man, he would be 
ready for it. I don't know if anyone else has been held up again at gunpoint or anything else today or someone's going to get robbed. <laughs> I'm sure they probably will. Some athlete it is in Rio. By the way, I find it funny that we're making fun of Rio. Do you know who like bid to host these Olympics? Chicago, or at really? least in 2020. The death rate in Chicago is the same <laughs> as the death rate in, in Rio. The exact same number. Right. So we should probably calm down a little yeah, bit. Right. Well, the, the problem with this is when they say like Chicago, it's, it is Chicago, but that's where the main arena would be. It's spread all over the state. Yes, it is. And in Rio's the same way. It, right. The head, the main arena is in Rio, but it's spread all over the country. Right. Illinois is a mess in general. <laughs> Medal count: United States up to sixty-nine. They're in the lead: twenty-six <laughs> gold, twenty-one silver, twenty-two bronze. China's next with 45, 15 gold, 13 silver, and 17 bronze. And Great Britain, coming off of five gold medals yesterday, is in third place with 38 overall medals. We have a couple of events that will take place this afternoon, obviously, and then some live events. Women's balance beam final. American Simone Biles, already three gold medals in Brazil, and expected to add another on this competition. It's a 1.46 streaming time, but they will show that on tape delay tonight at 7 o'clock. We've got track and field live tonight at 8.25. It's the men's 800-meter final, and the women's 400-meter final will take place at 8.45 this evening. You can also watch that live or stream it uh, if you're out and about. And third gold medal in a row for one Usain Bolt. 9.81 in the 100-meter finale, and he was upset with that time that he even ran, but he did knock off Justin Gatlin, who finished with 9.89. So think about it. They're that close, and Usain Bolt is pounding his chest as he's crossing the finish line. I've never seen anything as far as the speed to come out of nowhere. Gatlin was actually leading the race halfway through and ended up winning. And one final note, for the first time in 112 years, we have a gold medalist in golf. That is Justin Rose, who also hit a hole-in-one in the opening day of the golf tournament. This is the first time that golf has been available since 1904 in St. Louis, so Justin Rose takes home the gold medal in golf. And we should, 100 meters is like equivalent to running a football field, right? Uh, yes. It's a little bit bigger than, it's like 110 yards or I something like so, that. Yes. Okay. So, yes. So he ran the length of a football field in 9.8 seconds. That's sick, dude. Which is sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you five yards in that amount Dude, of time. I don't even That's know if I would it. go 10 <laughs> yards in 9.8 seconds. His world record is like a 9.5 something. That's wow. insane. 9-5. And so, just for to play it out, the reason he doesn't play football or any other sport is he can only run, right? Yeah, he's just... Uh, he He even joked about coming into the uh, Olympic Games that he's never run like a mile in his life, like consistently. I mean, it's such a different specialized sport, those quick bursts like that to go 100 meters. Yeah. Everyone joked about him playing football a couple years ago. I'm like... My man's the fastest man in the world. I think he's doing okay with what he does now. Right. Yeah. He's running that fast once, not time, multiple right. routes that way. And or not with returns. a helmet, not with shoulder pads or anything else. I mean, I, I think he's okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's Balls to the Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5. People. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Pop is hanging out with us as Sam isn't feeling well and Cornflake is on vacation this week. And I wanted to bring up the story. It I think it broke like on Friday. It is an insane story of a lady and her fiance who went on vacation to Mexico. And while they were on vacation in Mexico... Some people started moving into their home. Um, excuse uh, me? 
they go on vacation. Yes. And and they're just like, oh, look, here's an empty house. They they didn't try to contact It wasn't anybody. empty. Okay. They, it wasn't empty. Everything was in it. Camp up then, then. Yeah. Okay. They just squ- it's called squatting. Okay. And so a neighbor called her while she was on vacation, flies home, mm-hmm. calls the police, and the people are saying they had a lease and everything. Okay. Was it like drawn up on like a McDonald's napkin? Or? No, it was a legitimate, quote unquote, okay. lease. Okay. Or it looked legitimate. And the they only arrested one person was because that person had a warrant because, you know, when they show up, they'd run everybody's name. Yeah. But they didn't issue the people a ticket. They didn't get trespassing. They should have gotten arrested for uh, breaking and entering. Right. Uh, trespassing. Is another one I think they should have been picked up on, but mostly just B and E because that's not their place. But they didn't know that. They thought it was their place. Because they had this lease. Yeah. Uh-huh. So squatting is a real thing. And yeah. I think in this state they 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 have to give you like ninety days to move out or something like that. It's a really? giant Yes, it's a major problem. But if you're a squatter, all you gotta do is have a fake lease and be like, No, I have a real lease because they said they were part of a Craigslist scam. Okay, but they, they so they're like, no, man, it's innocent. Sorry, we, we we why would we do that? Wow, so any hobo can have a fake lease or a just something typed up to look legit, and then they don't have they don't have to live under a bridge anymore. Yeah, how about that? One of the worst states with squatting laws is California. Yeah, California is one of the worst because that's where a majority of these stories that I've seen in the past, like, and the laws are actually on the side of the squatters. Yes. In many cases, and different states have grant different rights to people who live in a home, uh, but that do not own it. So, I mean, anywhere from usually 30 days or not is 30 to 90 days is when they can kick them out. But there's actually a part of it. There's a legal precedent in most of the states called adverse possession, where they can actually, in a way, take ownership of said dwelling. Really? Yeah. They're in there. Yeah. Yeah. Because so like. There are homes that are in foreclosure, and sometimes foreclosure homes can take two years yeah. to get sorted out. So if you and I don't know, I can't say with actuality for this state, but some states, if you move in and you're in it for a certain duration of time, 90 days, yeah. it is your home. Wow. And you don't have to have a, a deed or nothing nope. signed over to you. Just one of those possessions. Prove that you were in the, thing. yeah. How about that? So I could go. This sounds like something you would do, by the way. This yeah, sounds right? like you're I'm like, the wheels are turning. I'm like, I'm going to find a fancy <laughs> house that's on foreclosure. Yeah. We're going to move our stuff in. Well, I'll even type up a lease. I can make it look official and then just, just be cool. Yeah. Just live there and they can't nobody do nothing. Well, and, and timing wise, because it's not a, it's not a criminal law, uh, law mm-hmm. that they're breaking, it's a civil law. Okay. So when you get civil compared to criminal involved, it takes that much longer in the court system. Wow. To get it taken care of. Wow. So you can just live in that house yeah. that much longer. I mean, longer. They, could break, they could literally, the one story I read from California was, is that this person got into uh, an extra bedroom, stayed mm-hmm. there, and they could not force that person to leave. So she was staying in an extra bedroom of their house, squatting there, and right. they had to deal with it while they were going through court. The person's eating up their food, using their electricity, yeah, using up all their utilities, and they couldn't do nothing. And actually, had the the owner of the house had no right to enter the bedroom, huh? At all, the bedroom that's in her house, the bedroom that's in her house had no <laughs> legal right to enter that bedroom yeah. that the squatter was living what? in. That doesn't seem right to me. Right, but how would you prove it? I mean, that's, that is where the hang-up is. Mm-hmm. Remember, the police officers are not, 
Contrary to popular belief, police are not jur- they're not judges and jury. Yeah. Right? Their job's just to, you know, decide who's going to have to go to the court. Right. I would think like And at that level, as he said earlier, it's civil. So they really can't intervene unless a law's broken. Really? You would think it's like trespassing. How is that not How are they trespassing? Well, it's not their place. They're the, not wanted they, there. They're getting mail there. <laughs> all she, all they have this to do is, yeah. all they have to do is set up some form of utilities. Okay. Because once they set up utilities, and think about it, you don't typically have to prove any any uh, no. tenantship at all yeah. with setting up utilities. You can go and, and order that, you know, water from right. the city or whatever, and that's all the proof that you need. Is just a bill with your name to the on civil, it. Is is a bill with your name on it with that address? Wow, wow! It's a scam of scams, it man. It is, man. I how infuriating would that be? Like it's at your wits' end, right? You couldn't, and you can't do anything about it. I mean, no. what's stopping these people from just yanking them up by the nape of their neck and throwing them out on the street? I mean, what's stopping them from doing that? Well, then they can call the police. Now you're assaulting me in my now home. Now it's now it's an assault charge, right? On the other, now you're on their property, <laughs> assaulting <laughs> right. them. Yeah. Now, now wow. you've made it criminal, right? So and now you've you. shown aggression, <laughs> right? So now you, you, your civil suit now is just completely jacked up wow. even more. Wow. Who started this job, yeah. man? It's that... called adverse possession. Wow. Or squatting. Knew. I never knew. So that house over there, all the issues that I was having with it, I could probably just stop paying rent, right? Yes. And then just live there for however long I wanted to. Yes. And then landlord couldn't do anything about it because of my squatter's rights. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. Uh-huh. I mean, it, you would have history of a lease. Yeah. Right? But you could say, no, he sold it to me. And then just may, print up my own little mock bill of sale or deed or whatever? Well, I don't know how it would work in Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma right. you have to have some sort of written um, documentation, yeah. as, like, as he said, like a bill or something. But you're already getting service there under the lease, so it would be a yeah. little more hairy to prove. Wow. It would be much easier in California that than is, it is here in our state. That is crazy. Yeah. It can happen, man. Foreclosures are the ones, those are the homes that usually get victimized the most in those scenarios. Just because they're sitting there empty? Yeah, because like I said, the bank sometimes will put a house in foreclosure and it'll sit there for two years and no one will touch foot inside the property for two years and then put the the electricity and they'll be like, I've lived here for two years. Now it's theirs because possession's nine tenths of the law. Right. Stupid. Right. Right. And think about uh, you were talking about property. Before, you and I were talking about property on Saturday night. And, yeah. and if someone dies and you know that person died. Yeah. And you know they're not going to, the people are out of state, they're not going to do anything with it for years. You can sit in that property. Wow. And they can't do nothing. No legal action. They can do something about it, but you're going to go to court. That's going to take at least a year. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you can still live in that house at yes. that time. Yes. If you've ever had anything civilly mm-hmm. in a civil court, those things can take forever. Yeah, because they're backlogged. Wow. Two, three years. Wow. I love that. You're, I know that. Wow. I am like, I'm, I'm just sitting here thinking. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I know I that. Wow. Well. I could yeah. do this. I could live because there's a lot of houses, especially this neighborhood that I'm living in now that are empty, you know, and they're pretty decent houses. I'm thinking, hey, how and can- the neighbors may not care, but as long as you're mowing the yard, yeah, keeping it clean and tidy, yeah. not causing trouble. It doesn't smell like meth is being made in there. I'm, I'm pretty sure that they wouldn't care. There are people that that is all they do. It's just squat they squat from meth? house to house. Okay. Well, yeah. Or they squat just squat house to house. Wow. There are people that, I don't, I don't know if you know this, there are high-end homes that they want people living in them all the time to avoid this scenario. So you can live in a 4,000 square foot home with pool yeah. and all these nice amenities, and they'll charge you $800 a month 
I've checked just in. to live in, the, but you got to be able to move within like 10, 15 days. Yeah, that was the one thing that slowed us down because I've checked into that. And I'm like, well, this is a nice house for a sweet deal. And they're like, but they want to show it anytime they want. Yeah, you got to keep it clean and orderly. You exactly. can't no lizard lounge. Yep, can't have any no of the parties. stuff that makes me me, you know. Right. You can't be walking in and it's like, why does it smell like Christmas trees in here? Because, <laughs> you know, you can't be doing that. I thought this was so. in the city. Why does it smell like a, <laughs> like a swamp? Why is there a seed separator on here? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I checked into that sort of thing and, and thought, well, that'd be a sweet deal, but I don't want to have to deal with those people coming in anytime they want. So I just, just can't even – I know you, you rent mm-hmm. and you have a lease and you just moved in, so you have a pretty probably currently – you know where it's at right now. But it, I got to tell you, I think I know where the deed to my house is. I yeah. think I know where it's at. You don't, like, keep that in a certain spot? Where? Like, we keep ours either um, – we keep our all of our important stuff in one centralized location, so that way, if there's a fire or anything, we can just grab it and go. So yeah, if I'm you're so, in that room, yeah, which we know exactly where it's at. So I mean, it's it's in our. I'll go ahead and say it. It's in our bedroom. So I mean, if the house is on fire, we know sure. to run and go grab it, and then right. But what if it's on fire right now? Well, then uh, yeah, you're right. I'm screwed. <laughs> I'm screwed because I don't <laughs> know. I can't run. Yeah, yeah. My dad's invested in one of those fireproof. You did? Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I get a cheap one at Walmart for like thirty bucks. Yeah, I, uh, I think I have one. I can give you. Really? Fire no, I'm safe? not giving you. Yeah, one. I didn't think so. <laughs> the, I think my, I think we have. It's probably in the safe deposit box. Yeah. We have a safe deposit. That's a good box. place to have it. Yeah, and then that way, if it burns up and I'm not there, or a tornado hits it, it's okay. That's at a bank, right? Safe deposit yes. box. Yeah. Is that like insured by the FDIC as what well? What does that or, mean? I don't know. If like, what if happens if the bank burns down? Right. And you lose all your stuff in the safe deposit box. Well, got to be they got to be responsible somehow, right? For for your stuff that's in the safe deposit box. Well, I mean, they have a room, but you know, they have a room that's separate from everything else. But you know, there's no guarantee. Uh. There's no guarantees in life, Gimpy. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but it's more safe than you know a plastic Tupperware on the Payless yeah. shoes box you have uh, <laughs> underneath your five dollar Walmart yeah. table. Yeah, with yeah. a curtain. With a Confederate flag draped over it as the cover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> should probably invest in some more security in my house. <laughs> like, yeah. what's the most, is that, is there your least the most important document you oh, have? Oh, hell no, dude. We got like years worth of tax papers in there that's got all our personal information on it. And like I said, anything that's important, birth certificates, shot records, okay. Uh, I'm trying to think what up, passports, all that stuff. You man. have passports? Yeah. We had a plan to take a trip to Mexico one time, and then uh, it totally fell through. Uh, so we went and spent like you know it was like five hundred dollars on passports, sure. and it's like oh, but you know you can't go. Right now you have these. For 10 years. I have the yeah exactly, which are still good. So it gives us an opportunity to work on something later right. on down the line. Right. What's the most important document you own? Deed. Uh, uh probably so. Yeah. 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 Probably the deed to my house. Right. My my kids' birth certificate's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Mine, nah, I can get mine pretty quick. I'm sure I can, they can make that pretty, happen pretty fast now. Yeah, you can go to a place over here in BA and get one really quickly. Probably the deed to the house or my wife and daughter's Native American cards. Those are probably the most important. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a pretty big deal to try and get. That's, they those don't just difficult. hand that out. Yes. Extremely difficult. Yeah. I think yeah. It's, it's titles to the cars and birth certificates and passports Damn and you tax papers points. and all this stuff, man. All that stuff. <laughs> Saving money, I am. I know. My buddy's wife is the same way. I'm like, wait, man, come on, man. He's like, yeah, my wife. Like a drop. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Can't really say anything. I think, because we just got Scarlet's, I think it's 1, 1,000th, and 24th. Like, 1,024. Oh, yeah. Wow. Man. It's very thin. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't tell you what my wife says. 
She's she's got her card. And I Does she? Tell, yeah, I couldn't tell you if it's a hundredth or one thousandth, one millionth. I couldn't tell you. We we they literally. I am not joking because if you're on the bloodline like your mother, it's mm-hmm. easy for you to get one. But if like I'm not sure, so I would have to go back and prove. You have to go through a actual piece of document from back in the day and to see if the name is on it. Yep. Wow. So you have to be. So you have to find like my grandmother Charlotte. Right, mm-hmm. I have to find Charlotte's name on a piece of paper, like one of the original documents, and it's like it's not a lot of people. Yeah, how would you go about getting that? I mean, you work through it through the tribe that you think mm-hmm. you're associated with. Okay, and then they work, they help you work with the bureau. Yeah, it's bureau. not easy. Come okay. on, wife's been trying, it's and they're backlogged. Well, that helps. We submitted Scarlett's paperwork like two months after she was born because mm-hmm. they could shut it down at any time. Shut the program down? Yeah, they could wow. shut new people down at okay. any time. Okay, and anybody else just grandpa. Or change the, the line, the lineage or whatever, the percentage. Yeah. And so I wanted her to have one just in case. Yeah. Before it was, you know, before you needed it. But so it would no. take forever. Anyway, we submitted it right after she was born, and we just got it last week. Hmm. She's it, a, uh, over a year old? Yeah, now. it takes a while. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Crazy. All right, we got to take a break. I got another story to read you uh, that will blow your mind. If you, if you know anything about kids and leaving kids in hot cars, obviously those stories yeah. are disturbing. This one's on another level. It's the most disgusting story I've ever heard involving leaving a kid in a car. We'll be back. More of the Big Mad Morning Show is next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Sam is not feeling well today and uh, Cornflake is on vacation. So Pop is hanging out with us. What? Where does Cornflake go on vacation? Uh, the cellar. Yeah, he says he's going to Florida. Says he's going to Florida. Well, it's the annual. It's okay. So he's, he's putting some, he's running um, some conduit. Down to the hole. <laughs> yeah. And then he's got to put new lie. Right? Really, it's just it's maintenance week. <laughs> it's is maintenance. What it is. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. 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 Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. Guised yeah. under the whole vacation going right. forward. Right. Right. Allegedly, the crawl space is huge uh, underneath his house. It's quite the yeah. uh, quite the uh, the intricate set of uh, ducks and you know, spelunking <laughs> caves. It's all about comfort. It's all yes. about clump, comfort. Yes, because when you're in a hole in the ground 20 feet below, you got to be comfortable. Yeah. This is a story out of Florida Surprise where a 62-year-old mother had to run into the cell phone store to get her cell phone fixed, and she left her newborn and a 6-year-old in the car. Did okay. you say 62? I did. Story's already starting off bizarre. Hmm. I mean, I mean, yeah. Don't leave your kids in the car, right? But this old lady. <laughs> she, but then we got she's sixty-two, and a six-year-old, and a yeah. six-year-old. Yeah. So she had the six-year-old when she was like fifty-six, fifty-five. Okay. And then she just had a newborn. Uh, what she look like? Uh, she looks like a sixty-two-year-old woman that shouldn't have kids. <laughs> Her head looks like a Brillo pad. Right. And so. What happened was, while she was in there, because it's hot, the little infant started crying in the car, right? Yeah. Started screaming. And the six-year-old was going crazy, 
So he started beating the little baby to get it to stop. And according to the sheriff, the little six-year-old grabbed the little baby and was tossing it around like a rag doll, is the quote there. Wow. The boy isn't going to face any criminal charges. Oh, I need to back up a little bit. The story gets even more bizarre because the mom comes out, gets in the car, doesn't acknowledge what's going on. Yeah. They drive home, and it isn't until they get home that she realizes something's not right with the baby. They call the police, and the medical, they all show up to deal with it. And the mom, she just goes along doing whatever and lets them deal with the kid, the laundry, whatevs. Right. She obviously is going to be in trouble. Well, good. She needs to. I'm interested, like, something's got to be done with this little boy. What do you mean? Well, like, you can't arrest him, right? Because obviously he's only six. But, like, lock him up in a mental ward or something, you know, and try to rehabilitate this young boy. I mean, because that's not right. That's not right. That little boy should, should, should one, know better. Then and and two, the, the elevator doesn't go up all the way. Something something isn't right. Yeah, but here. isn't no. that a part of his environment that he's yeah. grown up in? Yeah, yeah, that's a learned behavior that, that that you deal with when nobody does what you want. You act aggressively. Oh, okay, that's, that's a learned behavior. Okay, that is, and it just happens to be instead of a toy, it happens to be a a baby. In yeah. this case, I think very few people in life grow up with the automatic mindset to you won't be quiet. I will now pummel you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And. I mean, my little girl, she's one, and when she doesn't get her way, she just flails her arm like she's going to fly away. I get that. <laughs> she's a- but that's different. That's not grabbing something and pummeling yeah. it, you know? The, uh, they said the boy won't face criminal charges, and that uh, the two sons have been placed in therapeutic foster care, and that the woman says she, uh, that she understands the charges. So the baby is okay? Uh... uh no, the baby's not. No, Baby there's died. another child. Oh, yeah. there's another one, too. Yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. One yeah. that wasn't in the car. The mother's, oh, the Lord. woman's husband died of cancer in 2011. She paid a significant sum to be artificially inseminated with his frozen sperm to conceive the three-year-old son and a newborn, which is the one that died. Man, you would think at, like, at that age, I'm done with having kids. Greedy bitch. Yeah. Absolutely. Greedy. Greedy. As far as I'm concerned, gas chamber, her ass, it's over. Yeah? Yes. Well, she's 50-something, 60-something now. 62. So it's, she's it's a, practically over As Corbin over said, for she's her. a selfish bitch is what she is. She goes inside the cell phone store and leaves her baby in there. You're right. And she, then she's going to be, she's going to hide under the guise of, oh, well, I wanted, you know, frozen sperm, you know, to have these kids to continue on with a legacy on something like this. Number one, you're too old, but... A, you don't really care about him because you left him in the car. Right, right. The six-year-old told investigators that the kids were in the car for 38 minutes. The six-year-old told the investigators the baby started fussing. He tried to calm her, but deputies said the boy later used a a doll to show how he repeatedly slammed the infant's head into the minivan ceiling, dropping her on the floor, flipping her over, and pummeling her. The van ceiling was covered in blood, and investigators said the boy was likely dead when her mother returned to the car. The elder son tried to tell her something was wrong with the baby, but authorities said she disregarded him and stopped at a rental car company before heading home. That's when she noticed the injuries. Wow. 
She couldn't see the blood on the ceiling when That's she got in the car? That's what I was wondering. I mean, you get in, and especially if you leave your kids in the car, you kind of want to look in the back seat to make sure everything's still together. Sheriff says the baby was beaten and traumatized. There was gross swelling in her face. Her skull was cracked in numerous places. And that she didn't call 911. Instead, she called a neighbor who's a nurse. The nurse recognized the baby was dead, but performed CPR until paramedics arrive. Uh, the six-year-old was bright, mature for its, his age, and said he even reminded his mother that they needed to renew their rental car lease. Wow. He said his awareness level of how astute he was, it was really amazing by hearing him talk is what they're saying. And by hearing him talk, you'd never know he was six. So, like, he clearly had to grow up. Because, you know, yeah, absolutely. Right, 60-some-odd-year-old woman isn't, you know, yeah. you know, going to be very aggressive to play with the kid on a daily basis. With a baby, a three-year-old, or and a six-year-old? Or was talked to as an adult. Mm-mm. You know, that's the other thing. Was interacted with so much that like, you'd be aged. How long before she sues the cell phone store for making her wait that long? All right. That's what we do in America. Minutes. That's what we do. Blame someone else. Yeah. I agree with you, man. A neighbor under the prison. A neighbor said the boy had aggression issues. When neighbor told authorities she wouldn't let her son play with him, another adult said the boy sucker punched him. Wow. I'll read that last part again. Another adult <laughs> said the boy sucker punched him. Uh, right. What do you do? A six-year-old punches you. What do you do? You can't I hit think him you put back. Your, you can't. It's probably no. right in the balls too. You know, yeah, right on that right. level. Oh, oh, maybe the punch, five. Oh, you little oh. bastard. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you really can't. You can't do anything else when a six-year-old no. hits you. And all you could do is tell the parents and hope that the parents are going to do something. But by the sounds of it, she didn't do anything. She didn't punish him. She just, now you go to your room. I'll deal with you later. And never dealt with it. You might remember the lady. She was on a TV show called I'm Pregnant and 55 Years Old. Oh, I miss those. Oh my gosh. I miss that show. Yeah. And uh, it's not something that uh, I was on the DVR for me. Hmm. No. There was, there's nothing compelling about that for me. Or no. the I didn't know I was pregnant. Right, that I Those, can kind of find compelling, you know, because you didn't know. How do you not know that you're? Yeah, you're, you're lying. Pregnant? Yeah, but like to be just old, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, apparently, there have been an anonymous call before to the house about child abuse. Hmm. Yeah, sixty-two. What a what a worthless piece of garbage that woman is. It's fascinating to me to see people. That want kid like want like she wanted a kid yeah be that uh, dangerous in complete disregard for caution you would you would think that if if you wanted it that bad you would do everything you can to protect it and to make sure that nothing happens going through fertility like artificial insemination is not a light procedure for no. a female no so to go through all that and then maybe she was dealing with some crazy hormone postpartum thing i don't know maybe so or maybe she just wanted the money from the state for the kid like, she already had a lot of money from her husband dying yeah but getting more being on the welfare or whatever and she then, lived course, in a mansion okay so there's really no excuse at all whatsoever for any of this no just human but if you're, but if you're on a tv show and you're 55 there's that's an ego thing Right? I mean, that that's totally playing up to your ego about, ha, look at me, I'm 55 and I'm pregnant. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's too easy to automatically go to they're crazy. I mean, obviously, let me phrase that. Because uh, they're obviously crazy. They're not of sound mind and body when you let that happen and not care. But you, maybe she was, uh, her husband was a real scumbag. Yeah, maybe and he so, wanted okay. her to go on the show. And he wanted all those things. Remember 
uh, I almost said bubble boy, but parachute kid, <laughs> the yeah. guy, yeah, the, yeah, that dad wanted all those things to happen. That family right. was forced into that situation. I find it also strange that the fertility clinic actually went through with this. Yeah. You know, they didn't it's, say. All I can tell you is it's Florida. Yeah, that's true. And well, that he, fertility equipment or clinics, they get paid, right? You know, because you have to pay somebody, yeah. that clinic, to, to oh, inseminate yeah. you or whatever. Oh, yeah. So maybe that's why they're doing it. They, they look at her like, yes, yeah, she is 55, but she we're has the means anyway. to take care of yeah. them as well. Yeah, with, it's with not money. a. Yeah, but it's not a strip club. Right. Yeah, there's some state regulations to require, like, how old you have to be of certain health. You have to have so many, you, you can't have uh, so many eggs placed in you. There are some safeguards in place. Right. But I don't, I don't, I can't imagine age would be one of them even here. No. Right. And even if there is a place or a couple of places that says no, there's always a place that says yes. Yes. It's you, like those crazy freaks with plastic surgery. Yes. You, next thing you know, you're in a hotel uh, at the Hooker Hotel, you're in a room, you know, getting inseminated. I can't imagine there's any sort of fertility treatment that happens in a hotel. Like a turkey baster? <laughs> you're right. Exactly. You don't know. No, I, I, I'm going to go with no. Because they're doing plastic plastic surgeries in hotels. Sure, They're injecting, doing... I understand, but injecting some sort of silicone thing in someone's, uh, you know, butt cheek yeah. is completely different than harvesting eggs yeah, or checking to see how many eggs or taking the egg out and then, and, you know, it, it, isn't, it isn't putting oil and vinegar in a dish and shaking it. <laughs> I get it. But it's a little more complicated. If there's shady doctors out there that do that, you know, injecting plastic into your buttocks, I'm sure that there are shady doctor nicks out there ah. that are, you know, doing the, the whole procedure, you know, but it's just at a bargain bargain price. There was a tennis star back in the 90s who had hooked up with some chick at some party in a closet, and she actually saved it and then took it home and, and artificially inseminated herself well, and had a child. That? Well, but she didn't artificially inseminate in the tr in the scientific sense of Not the form. Not in the scientific sense, no. She, she put it she, like in an eyedropper. Or, right. Or, or whatever. Yeah, right, 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 whatever right. device. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, I just, now maybe that, all right, I could see that. But when you're talking about the true sense of the form of, oh, yeah, of absolutely. giving the woman the drugs and, and then harvesting eggs and then putting them in a Petri dish and, and then, you know, it's not like when you go to the Italian restaurant and they bring the plate. With the seasoning, and they put the olive oil right. on there and mix it up, and you dip your bread in it. It's a little more complicated. I don't know, You mean man. there's more science than that, Corbin, that goes into that? What is he doing? He's just shaking up a dish. Yeah. I don't see why we got to pay him $20,000. Right. He's just looking at my wife's vagina. Exactly. But, I mean, you're looking at the $20,000 compared to the $100,000 to do it at a real clinic. You know, some dude. It ain't $100,000, bro. I don't know. I know. I'm, I'm just, telling you it's not. I'm just saying, man. $100,000, we would not have a kid. You go through the process you're like man that really is expensive baby i love you but i don't know if we can afford it or whatever but she really wants it done that's why you go to dr nick across the way no 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 dude it's such a traumatic experience right? for everyone that there's i can't imagine you go to dr nick well i'm i i could, so, it's so scary i understand you went through it you've been through all that you went the pr proper route you just got to think of the wackadoo that's right. out there that doesn't i hear you think clearly and thinks that okay this guy will do it in this hotel room Plus, you can just buy a baby on the black market true dad that is true and and plastic surgery is vanity right right having a kid if you're going to all that trouble to have a kid you're either manipulating the system right or you want you want to have a kid <laughs> Right. What so thing? I don't see I don't see going to you know Doctor Nick's at you know 
the Tulsa Inn and Suites <laughs> for thirty nine ninety five a you, night. But you don't think though, because she was on that TV show, that maybe she had more kids because because of the vanity aspect of it. I see what you're saying. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're how right. she got addicted to that, and maybe she liked it. Maybe the, really? you know, it's a better story to say, "Hey, I've even had so since I've been 55, I've had three kids, not just one, but yeah. three. Yeah, right. So it's not the kid that's the vanity; it's the quote unquote stardom. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe, that may be the exception to that. <sighs> I just can't imagine going to a doctor. And I'm just being honest. <laughs> if I was somebody into plastic surgery, I could go to Doctor Nick at the shady hotel to have you know whatever done. Right. I'm just being honest. When it comes to something like, you know, your leg repaired or that has to do with my health on that level, I am not going to Dr. Nick in the hotel but across that's, the street. That's you. You think clearly. You think logically. You gotta, I don't agree with that at all. You've got to think about the weirdos out there. It's like, all right, you can fix my leg for 20 bucks. Right. Do it. Here's fix a flat in your ass cheeks. Right, right. 20 bucks? <laughs> $20 is $20, man. All right, got to take a break. <laughs> fix a flat in your ass cheeks. <laughs> that's the line of the day. All right, we'll, we'll be back. The Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Where you tell us your favorite part of the show. 918-460-KMOD. Find out what everybody learned. Go around the room. Before we do, though, I want to hit this because somebody texts us saying, Corbin... To use your own words against you, quote, you'd like to think that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. People surprise me constantly. So, yeah, I would like to think that when it comes to doing fertility at a hotel. <laughs> <laughs> treatment. Fertility uh, yeah, treatment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fertility at a fertility, hotel happens yeah. all the time. All right. Uh, what about you, Gimpy? What'd you learn today? I learned that uh, Corbin really enjoyed his sausage party this weekend. And that having Pop here has been a really good addition, man. I mean, he looks better than Sam. Sounds better than Cornflake, man. I think we got a good trade here. <laughs> right on. Uh, should I take that as a compliment that I sound better than Cornflake? I mean, I've never really heard Cornflake speak. Nobody has. Pop, what'd you learn today? I learned that Gimpy bangs fat chicks on a paper route. <laughs> what used in the to, hell, man? Used to. Don't well, make it sound to. like I, I still do. My wife right. be like, really? You have a paper route? <laughs> Where's all that money? Yes. Yes. Right. Yeah, right. That would be the focus. Fat chick yeah. Where's the money? That would be the focus. <laughs> fat Diana? Is that her name? <laughs> right. Fat Diana, yeah. Oh, good Lord. I learned, uh, I learned that Fat Diana's nickname was Fix a Flat. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and I also learned that uh, Gimpy's neighbor's still waiting for her coupons. Oh. Where's those coupons? The paper isn't here yet. Wake, woke up all sweaty. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> here you go. <laughs> Good morning. What'd you learn today? Oh, I'm sorry, hon. I couldn't get my radio on. Okay. Uh, this is Judy. Hi, Judy. Uh, I'm needing help, darling. What do you need help with? My husband died after 26 years. I'm so sorry. Like, just a minute ago, or? No, August 3rd of this month. Oh, I'm so sorry. And I hate to bother you, but I am such in a whirlwind. I'm all by myself, and I'm turmoil, and I'm needing some financial help. If anybody could possibly help me get through this hump. I know I need to find a job. I know that. But I am just so devastated at his death right now, and I don't know whether I'm coming or going or what to do. I'm so sorry. Uh, how long were you guys married? 26 years. Yeah. And did he die suddenly or was he sick? No, he was sick. He had stage four cirrhosis of the liver and cancer liver as well. 
Esau Specialist in Oklahoma City, uh, head of the liver transplant place at OU, and he gave him one to six months to live. Oh. And he said in the meantime, his kidneys could shut down and rest of the organs would follow. And that's what happened. He died at home, which doesn't make it any easier. <laughs> no. Have you reached out to a church to help you? Yeah. I live in a small town. I live up here in Tahaska. Yeah. And, you know, on the news, we had trouble with those highlight bills. Yeah. So everybody's been hitting the minister lines up here to get help with their light bill. Yeah. And their funds are getting tight, too. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I, w- I wish there was something I could do, but maybe somebody that hears you will be able to help you. Okay. I sure hope so. Maybe there's somebody out there that can. I know everybody works hard for the money. Yeah. And like I said, I hated to bother you, but my parents gave me away when I was three days old. I was adopted. I don't know my family. I don't know where they are. So basically, I'm on my own except for the Lord and my guardian angel in heaven, my, my husband. And that's about it. All right, dear. Well, uh, hopefully someone will help you. I hope you have a good day. Thank you, hon. All right, see you Goodbye, later. Goodbye, old friend. Man, this was supposed to be fun, Corbin. <laughs> Jeez. Lord. Well. All right. Uh, Thank you, guys, have a good day. Yeah. I hope you have a great day, everyone. It's yeah. Corbin saying make sure that dishwasher's loaded right. This is Gimpy, and I'm sorry. Uh, this is Poplin, and that was the most depressing thing I've ever heard in my life. Password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show. I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the free to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. Douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll. It's over. Bicycle Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa.